Pickles want to be sweet. Alive. Fuck it. I'm just doing it. Backity right. back. We're back. back. What? The What's going on? Below. I don't know. Oh, where, where am I? Mum? Mum? And we're out of focus. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is going so well. Out of focus, out of content. What if I move in? We have am I in focus? No content. <laughs> <laughs> Only <context>. Focus! <laughs> focus! Dwellers below, some of our language is coming at you with irresistible force. If you don't think you can pass your strength test, then best back off now. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. Sorry. <clears throat> why, why are we both on the same side of the table? It's well, <laughs> I feel like it's because, like I said before, they can just turn the camera off. <laughs> That's right. Turn the mics <laughs> off, and it's fine. It reverts to being it's a normal not on. Cast. I just told you it was on. All right, we are the dwellers below. This is episode seventy, of the Lord of War. Uh, this is going to be our kind of Lord of War review show. Have we uh, only done seventy episodes? We have done seventy episodes, or is that seventy episodes since AOS two? No, no, seventy episodes in total. Ever. Oh. Ever. 70 quality episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I know for a fact that the last <laughs> three have been shocking. Particularly the I've been episode. on them. <laughs> we wouldn't release content that wasn't high quality and well well rehearsed, would mm. we? Mm. No, definitely not. Yeah. Mm. It's mm. um yeah, so this week we're gonna just talk about Lord of War, which was two or three weeks ago. Lord ago. of War. Border Wars. Border yeah. Wars. Wasn't it Border Wars? It was Border Wars. Yeah. Round yeah. one scenario. Round one. Was it? Border Wars. Ooh. At Lord Ooh. of War. So I can't remember. I didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you just commentated <laughs> oh, yeah. on all of the rounds. Very, very bad. Except yeah. for the oh, first geez. round on day two. Which, <laughs> hang in there, guys. We're going to get to it. Because <laughs> Lockie was hunting truffles. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mm. So many mushrooms. Many, many portobello mm. mushrooms. Mm. So... How is Are you actually allergic to mushrooms, by the way? Absolutely not. I love mushrooms. His girlfriend's a portobello mushroom. What about what about uh, subangiosa psilocybin? Uh, what? Magic mushrooms. Are you a bit of a magic mushrooms fan? No. No? You don't go hunting the fields? No. It's, I probably would just die mm. very quickly. Mm. I don't trust my abilities to pick plants. Mm. Woolworths, though. Trust them. The fresh food people. Thanks for the sponsorship, Woolworths. Shout out. Oh, gosh. We are definitely not sponsored by Woolworths. We're a Coles. We're a Coles, fam- we're a Coles what? family here at the Dwellers Home. What? <laughs> Get me out of here. No, I need to do this. Give me- sorry, guys. Just one really second. Excited. I'm just going to just Ooh. hang on. If I can just. just sorry. Yeah. And Ooh, there, see goes, you, Danny. there goes Danny. <laughs> um, wow. I'm pretty excited because we actually are, uh, SmorganCon 2 is next week and that's actually sponsored by Crust Pizza. Is yeah. that next week, is it? I'm so excited. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's a dollars below. <laughs> what just happened? I don't know if that was Danny or Lockie's girlfriend. <laughs> that, after Danny. she'd been digging for truffles. Danny, get back up here. So Wait. this is this is probably going to be our usual kind of mess. I'm the one who's meant to hold this all together and I'm on three hours sleep because I'm coming off night shifts at work. So I don't know how capable I'm going to be. Smorgan's normally brings the content and he's not here. Mm. 
he um, mm. apparently is like some kind of parent. Oh. Where the fuck is this camera going out of focus? Oh, this is annoying me. Which camera is it? My one or your one? Uh, it's our one. Well, it's clearly going out of focus because you're breaking it. Apparently. Mm. It, doesn't, it doesn't know what to focus on. It's probably for the best, though, like the attractive sides over there. Mm. The, where the fuck's the Danny gone? Sides over here. I don't know. He's dwelling below somewhere. Yeah. He's dwelling. <laughs> Just dwelling. <laughs> So we are. Uh, Hopefully, we have no viewers at, this at the moment. There's no one on the stream yet. Nah, there's a couple people watching. Oh. This is about as good as our commentating at Lord of War. I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna stay. Really? Stay yeah. watching. Commentating at Lord no, of stay, War. Stay, stay, please. I'm back. Really difficult. It was yeah. so like, hard. I Streaming's did, tough, mm, especially when you don't know what's going on on the table because the person who's supposed to tell you what's going on isn't there. Yeah, Lucky. that would be really tough, wouldn't it? Mm. Mm. But also, just talking about. Nothing for three hours <laughs> can be kind of difficult. You got to talk about I Age of Sigma for three hours. Mm, well, we definitely didn't talk about Age of Sigma for three hours. Yeah, I heard about um, this. I'm pretty sure I came in at one point and uh, Blandy had come onto the stream. Yeah. Um, and I think you were interviewing him, Nick, and it was probably about 20 minutes of talking about cheese. Yep. That was, you know, quality content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but everyone wants to know what like these high profile Age of Sigma players do in their downtime. Like, yeah. who, are, who are they at home? You know? And Blandy is cheese me- at home. The story behind the mirror. Do you know what was boring about Lord of War streaming? Was mm. It was just feck on feck on feck on feck. So much feck, hey. And that is so uninteresting. Mm. So, so uninteresting. So anyone who plays feck should just feck off. Yeah, I agree. That's you, Lucky. Leave. Oh, I don't play it yet. Leave now. I'll be playing it some more. Okay, Actually, get out. On Sunday. Just leave. <laughs> oh, okay. See ya. No! <laughs> stay. Mm. con 2, that's coming up. That's a thing. Are you playing I'm not playing. Oh. Yeah. You've got no army, right? Uh, oh, well, true, I have there's no army, but there's no panic requirements. Yeah, so no I do have an army, but I just I just don't play. have um, time. Just don't give a fuck. And also, it's Morgan. Fuck that guy. He didn't even bother showing up today, so. Yeah. yeah wow. That's, no, that's fair. Very rude of him. Fuck Morgan. Fuck Morgan. Mm. Fuck Morgan. Mm. And Morgan is in the chat, everyone. And... and Thank you, everyone who is in the chat. Uh, we uh, we didn't really warn anyone ahead of time. Both um, of you, thank you very much. We love everyone. Uh, we like have nine this. viewers. Yeah, oh boy! We yeah. apologise for wasting your Sunday afternoon. Yeah, no, we love you guys. Thank you for joining us uh, on this journey that is the dwellers below. Um, we should we should totally make this a, like, you know, um, Athene, Athene, the paladin, Athene wins. Had a huge internet sensation, best paladin in WoW, like a couple of years ago. And then he just turned his internet fame into a cult. What? That's what we should do. We should definitely start a cult. Do we have internet fame? Um, we have nine, <laughs> nine viewers, nine. so um, yes. No, we're down to seven. <laughs> we no. <can> shit. <laughs> Rapidly losing them. <laughs> we can call them the cult of nine. Mm. Yeah. No, be... you're, all, you're all our creepsters. You're now creepster of creepstery cult. But um, and yeah, shout out to everyone who's listening on the podcast. Uh, we appreciate every one of you in the so, future, future you, future yeah, you. future exactly. you. You're not here with us now, but you're with us in the future, mm. or you're with memories of us because we'll be in the future as well. Yeah. <laughs> From in the chat, which uh, I think was Mark, your opponent in round two, he said, "Look, Jesus only had twelve followers, and look how that panned out." Yeah, that's right. Lit. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Very so like, Mark. Absolutely. So, so we're like half Jesus, but there's four of us. So we need, what do we need? Uh, 48 followers? Yeah. They're off. Yeah. 48. Or 56. Well, that, no, that means, no, no, but like if, yeah. if that was, 
like if we were wanted to be all equal Jesuses. Jesus. Yeah. Sorry. Jesus, the, the plural of Jesus. Um, Jesus. But why, <laughs> why don't we just have one? We, well, let's elect a Jesus and. Mm. Snorgab uh, is, is AOS Jesus. Snorg. How Ooh. funny was that? He's the Smorgan dance and the haiku's <laughs> I can't believe he didn't like find out about that until like mon- months later. It was so outrageous. What well, the, the little smorgies? <laughs> Just rolling a smorgie. There are a few good smorgies. Uh, coming, I I won a set of, of these bad boys. Oh man! There are a few good smorgie photos coming out of Lord as well. <laughs> yeah, there were. Kako took a great one. Paparazzi Smorgan. Smorgs. The Smorgy dice. <laughs> Literally the best dice like, in the world. I think my favorite photo was um, when, like, at the bar on the front Friday night when mm. Brad um, convinced him somehow to do a prairie fire after he's, like, killed us all doing it. Yeah. And that, was, um, that was the last anyone ever saw of him. Mm. Uh, that's why he's not here today. And then he yeah. left. I think it killed him. But it was a good one. Of that's a really surprising photo. Just mm. like Smorgan with a shot glass in hand. Mm. Not yeah. unexpected don't, don't smogs. Mm. Um, yeah, we were upstairs and they, like I saw the photo later on Twitter. I'm like, when did that happen? I didn't get invited to that. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you didn't. So, Lord of War, right? Lord of War. Border Wars. So, so Border Wars. I can't even remember what happened. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Hoenn did. That's, that's because you pretty... were there. <laughs> yeah, that's because oh. you weren't there. You were looking for portobello mushrooms. <laughs> Um, but Holland did an incredible job of putting it all together and getting it up and running and actually organizing the whole event. And then um, saying it was a dwellers below event. Yeah. Well, who giving, re- giving other people credit. Drops. <laughs> Some of you helped occasionally. Yeah. But <laughs> I really liked your contribution, Nick, on, uh, in game one. Yes. That was, that was really Tops really, contribution. Really nailed it. Probably the best of the three commentators. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right, game one. Um, but that was a really... Do you know, it always saddens me because it happened with um, when we ran them in 8th Ed as well that they're such good events and you don't get to play them because you're doing the stuff. Yeah. You know? Danny just got to play. Lucky bastard. Oh, yeah. What's playing, it, playing Lord of War. What's it like it's to play? It's a tournament to play. It was sick. You can be, the head, fun. Head, you can be the head TO next year. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I approve of I'll this. I'll send you a list of all the things I did. Can you send me a list of... Well, maybe the rules to the game first. <laughs> no, I didn't know those. Help. Help. I, no, yeah, I'll I, do that. That's fine. I definitely got asked a couple of rules questions. I was like... <laughs> ask, ask Morgan. <laughs> yeah, I got asked some rules questions and I don't remember if the answer... I definitely someone asked me a rules question on the Sunday morning when I had two hours sleep and was definitely still intoxicated. Mm. And I'm just like, this is not going to be the best rules um, answer you ever get. It's not that hard to look up though, admittedly with the new nah, rules. And a few of the ones that I got asked were more about like, oh, so this has happened and it was a bit out, of, maybe it was out of sequence or something yeah. like that. It's like, so how do we resolve it? Do yeah. we take it back or do we move forward? Yeah. Um, I mean, but there wasn't too many. Yeah. Did you um, take two, take many questions? Like, no, no, not at all. I, I had a couple. I definitely got one or two wrong, but um, in hindsight, um, we corrected those. And I reckon yeah. there's like in agency mar, there's less looking at books because there's so many rules. So if you're looking at if you have to look up the rules every time, like yeah. of your opponent's rules, yeah, it's going to take so long. DQ right? for slow playing. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you get, it'll take five hours to play a game, right? <laughs> yes. I um I thought the venue was great though. I thought the location was really good. There was quite a bit of room upstairs. 
The food they put on was pretty good. Mm. I, I thought overall... The, the bar downstairs was sweet. That's yeah. the first time I've been to Games Lab and that place is sick. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I, I wish they played, um, like had, you know, wargaming gen- there More. generally. Like, and they mainly play Magic the Gathering there and like yeah. lots of board games and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, stairs are a big deterrent. Mm. <laughs> particularly, particularly hiking 100 boards up there. Hey? Yeah, Jesus. Oh, my God. But there, there is no disabled access. So if we had someone who... There is disabled access. There's is there? Yeah, there's a lift. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, up the okay. back? Scrap that. Up the back of the room? No, no, in the, uh, near, near the stairwell. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, there's, cool. there's stuff Why did it. I not take the lift every time? No, there's, stu- there's stuff blocking it, but there is disabled access uh-huh. in the building, which is good. Nice. Uh, good on them. Something I'm all for. Yeah. So let's do a quick... Uh, you and your fucking snakes. <laughs> and Lock and Nick immediately <laughs> reach for them. <laughs> 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 Why does anyone ever listen to us? It's no. a really good question. They're, they're not snakes, yeah. they're worms. Mm. Oh. They're really sugary and I really like them. They're not vegetarian though. Mm. They, they are, I think. I think they these might have definitely some, soaked in bacon. Definitely some <laughs> crushed up horse in there. Mm. Mm. They're so good. Horses. <laughs> All right. Well, other than Lord of War, what have we been up to? Starting with Mister Gentilly, I have been since Lord of War planning my potential CanCon project. Um, I've been thinking about what happens because I really want to do the Light Elves, as everyone knows. Um, well, but we it, don't know anything about them yet, do we? I saw a picture of a lion. They um, might not even exist. They definitely exist. So was it a white lion? No, it wasn't. It was like an orangey, browny color. Um, and they only have the same ring to it. Orangey no. brownie lion. Orangey brownie lion. Yeah, I don't know. But that looked like in the same style as the old high elves. So I want, and I think that was on like a rumor roundup or something like that. I'm not sure where that's from. Um, so if I can't do them, if they're not out in time, then I th- I'm leaning towards a Shadowhammer compact for mm. for CanCon. So then I can paint up quite a few storm cards. So for those who are unfamiliar with the Shadowhammer compact, so it's, um, it's the little so they're little kind of they're about this big. They're mm. makeup mirrors and like a bit of foundation, and it's particularly the one that Liam Burnett Blue carries around. Yes, yeah, and also it's um, <laughs> two. That was pretty good, so guys. Compact. <laughs> Please. <laughs> It's a Slaughter Queen, two units of Witch Elves, two units of Liberators, a unit of um, Bow Snakes, a unit of Judicators, a unit of Harpies, and a unit of the Angels, the Prosecutors or whatever. And the Bow Snakes have come down as well. They have. And the way I think this list functions is that you try and maximize one of them. So what I'm thinking about at the moment is because what you can do is you pick two units that are within six inches of each other and they can either move, shoot or fight in the hero phase. So if you have your canary heart rendered... Both, both units. Yeah, so one Stormcast, one um, Doc uh, unit. Okay, so right? it can't be like, say, your two units of... Um, witches. Witches. No, no, it has to be okay. a unit of Stormcast and a unit of Daughters of Cain. So yep. what, if you take the um, heart... No, the life takers, for example, you take a big unit of them, 10, 15 or 20... And you buff them up, and then turn one, you move the prosecutors, or you move whatever was in, is within six inches of them. Then they move fourteen inches. Then they move another fourteen inches in the in the move phase. So they've gone twenty eight inches before the charge phase, and then and you buff them with mind razor and witch brew and whatever, and then you charge them in the charge phase because they fly they fly over the top of screens, so you can really alpha strike with them. Or you look at 
so you, that's one way of doing it. Or you can maximize the shooting. So you take two big units of bow snakes and judicators or a big unit of either and they shoot in the hero phase, shoot in the shooting phase. So another way to get rid of screens or you take a massive unit of witch elves and, you know, there, there's just ways that you can yeah. maximize. It seems, it seems really tasty. Yeah. I, I think from, from memory, from looking at it, um, I think it, it, does, it doesn't quite work at 2,000 points because it's going to be yeah. it's like there's a lot of uh, prerequisites that you need in the battalion. Right? Yes. It, it pretty much takes the full 2,000 points just to get the battalion on the table yeah. plus a wizard and a hag. Yeah, and you can't have like the full set of options like you can't have max out units. That's like, of the yeah, units, but right? maxing out units, I reckon, so hot take from the 3-2 oh, player, the tactics yeah. player. Maxing out units That's why is, we've got you on the show. Yeah, like, right. The, the tactical genius. The, mm. the events that I just take out the general prizes. Hey, man, you beat Feck. So like. yeah. hey, with free guilds. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Mick. Um, for um, no, shame. But, but, but min-maxing is like, yeah, it's a big thing, but I don't think it's always the best way to go. So people, people, I see what I see anyway is people taking the big unit of which elves, like maxing out, mm. and then just like whatever else. Oh, Gentilly loves the units of twenty. Or like, yeah. for example, like the, the, like the thirty, as well. thirty Hearthguard Berserkers things. Like we're talking about this last episode, they don't do much because they're in one spot. Yeah, but having just played a very MSU army, yeah, it, it can work really well. What What gets me about the Shadowhammer Compact is that you can take max units of particular things. Like you, you can get thirty witch elves in there, and you can get 20 of the judicators. You can fit that stuff. Everything else is on minimums. But what you can't get is what I like in armies, which is balance. You can't have two units of 20 witch elves and two units of 10 liberators, that sort of thing. So you don't get that synergy with it. It, it is a one-trick pony. You're going to have a max unit of something and it's all about getting that to do its trick and then if it does it, great. And if it doesn't, no, it doesn't work. Mm, so I reckon at maybe 2,500, which is I reckon Sydney GT. Yeah. It's really tasty. It'd be really cool. But the whole point of this is as a painting project, right? So I use the same color scheme for the Stormcast. And I was saying to Danny before we started casting that I do it in such a way that it, imagine the Stormcast have come to the realm of Ulgu and Marathi's taken over their minds and mind controlled them. And then what I want to do is get rid of I'll see what I can do hobby-wise, but damage on the Stormcast because they really lend themselves to that. Yep. And then um, kind of scrubbing off all the hammer symbols and really like roughing them up and getting rid of them and then freehanding like the Rune of Cain on them and cause, call that Stormhost the Blades of Cain as if okay. they've like become taken with the Bloodlust and taken over by Marathi. And I think that would be a really cool little project that to do. That awesome. So mm. is it just the Sigmarine stuff that you need to get done? Is there any daughter stuff that you would need? I'd to need to do... I've got five sisters that are about 61.2% done. They're bow snakes. Um, and if I want to take heart on life takers, then I would need to paint up a unit of life takers. So it depends on what I want to... But the life takers, I think, look really tasty because they're nice models to paint. And you like, you just, you're playing daughters because you like the models, right? Wait, yeah, I, I, that's what the, I heard. The, yeah. Are the life takers the close combat ones? Yeah. Um, so they do plus one damage on the charge. So yeah. if you take Drachi Gneth, they're hitting on twos. And then with Witchbury, they're rolling to wound. Mind Razor, if they're high leadership or high bravery, they're doing three damage on the charge. Mm. And they've got two attacks each. So two attacks, hitting on twos, rolling to wound, potentially three damage. But that sounds awful. Rend one, and I think rend two with Mind Razor. Uh, seems like a or lot. Or rend of, with Mind Razor. Let me check. Mm, seems like a lot of ifs and buts, that's yeah. all. Um, is it like, mind Razor is a spell, is right? Yeah. You, you, yeah. Can, you can yeah. fit 20. 
Oh, can you have a unit of 20? You can fit is that, 20. Is that what you're thinking of doing? Yep. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of taking a big unit, whether it's 10 or... I just feel like if you're going to do a big unit, it may as well be snakes, right? Uh, but they don't fit into... Shadowhammer. Yeah, Shadowhammer com- compact. That would be sick. I'd love like to see that. It would be interesting. I, I like things that are like really quick like that, right? So. Well, they're going to go 28 inches on whatever turn. Before charging, right? But yeah. Also, are they just going to die really, really? Well, they will on return, but the, the point is you hit... Uh, How many points is a unit? Uh, I'd have to check, but they're two attacks each, three plus to hit, four plus to wound, no rend. So, with Mind Razor, they'd be rend one. Wait, are they... Plus one damage on the charge or on, on the, the turn charge. that they come down? No, on the charge. Okay. Yeah, and so you give yeah, them rend yeah, and... Yeah. Um, so hitting on twos, wounding on fours, re-rolling. This is as buffed as they can get. So what do you do if you play Total Commitment? What's Total Commitment? It's a scenario where you don't get to um, deep strike or anything like that. They don't deep strike though. Oh, they don't deep strike. No, no, you start them on the table, mm-hmm. at, at the back of the table, and then you have the... You witch brew them and... Buff them however you want, the plus one to wound, whatever you want to do. You just send them on no merry way. Because they go 28 inches, right? Because they're 14, 14, and then charge over the top of screens. So it's really Sounds tasty. like a um, slightly worse version of Feck. I don't know what Feck does. Let's go. Or Gav Bomb. Points-wise, how much do they cost? You can definitely catch people off guard with it. I reckon. Um, wouldn't expect that at all. Mm. So there's a uh, an unnamed person in the chat says it's a sweet idea, but you're still not going to get a painting nomination. Yeah, no, I definitely won't get a painting nom, but I'm, I don't paint for other people's approval. I paint for myself. Um, so the 80 That's points... definitely not what you said after King. Like, <laughs> the 80, the 80 points base... I can't remember. Yeah, so they've... 280 for oh, no, 20. So they've, I remember they've listening stayed, to these episodes. Oh, yeah. That was like That's four episodes actually. of Salt. 280 for because, 20. Because yeah. the, the heart renders went up in points. As well. They did because they were really good. So do they like retreat after they attack or something? On like a that? four plus, they move after they attack. Yeah, so the heart renders can, um, after they shoot on a four plus, they can move. move. For if, yeah, for the life takers, yeah. Yeah, so you charge them in, you hit your target, potentially kill it or not, and then on a four plus, you get to move out of range it's of piling. So... I don't think 20 works though because their bases are so the same base size as snakes. They're 32s. They're 30. Is that are what the snakes are? Yeah, do they have 32s or 40s? 40s. 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 Do they have re- yeah. reach one or two? Uh, let me check. With their weapons. Um, they are big. range one. Oh, yeah, that's the range two on the snakes, even though it's not on the, the mortals, is, is pretty big. Yeah. Because, yeah. because you, can't, two fight, ranks you can't fight in two, uh, two ranks. When it's such a big unit, it just makes such a difference. That's why. Like um, that's what half guards have got going for them. Yeah. The range. Range two, which is nuts. But you've got to take it from for the battalion, right? No, you've got to take harpies for the battalion. So you can take them or the other ones. Oh. Um, but I was thinking them and a unit of ten because twenty is too too many. They they won't fly over the top and fit. Yeah. Um so you can take them as like a little nuclear missile. Yeah. I don't know that it'll work, but I think it's if the chat screens you're flying over are on twenty fives, it doesn't matter. What do you mean? Because because twenty five because twenty five inches is uh, 20 for 25 mils is less than an inch. So right. you can go, sit on both sides of a model yeah, and but, still be in coherency. But the other people aren't going to... They're not going to be right up against their screen. They're going to be a couple inches back from their screen. Yeah, yeah. but you can still... like You fit as many as you can in and then you just spill out. I've definitely it it with, depends on the base size. I've done that where I charge oh. people and I just pile in over them. Yes. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. But yeah, that... Oh, I mean, it's one of the things I was considering. The other one is just to take a big unit of witch elves and... You know, hit whatever you want with standard. It. But I reckon Sisters of Slaughter under the new GHB is probably the way to go. You can't take Sisters in that oh, um, in that battalion. But yeah, that's my plan. The plan is to 
do purple and turquoise stormcast. So you've already got the daughter's army just fitting in the stormcast to make. I'd, the I'd just hammer. be yeah, just be painting stormcasts. Yeah. So how much how many how much stormcast is that? It's like what like four units. Four units, yeah. I think three units actually. Yeah, liberators, judicators, and prosecutors. Yeah, so three units. Sick. Yeah, so it's not that much painting to do, considering they're units of five or ten. And and what the liberators do is they give you that solid core that I think daughters lack sometimes, that mm. ability to just sit on the center objective and grind. And also not feel Sorry, like... did you just say that daughters can't sit on the center objective and grind? Have you played yeah. Hagnar? <laughs> no, I haven't. I've only played Dragonair. Hagnar's pretty good, bro. It's literally the grindiest list in the game. <laughs> I, I was just going to say that, it, like, I would You're like my reasoning moron. for that would my my, my my reason for that would be that you can have a unit, you can sit on an objective and not feel like you're wasting them. Yes, I love like, that we just spend like eight nine minutes talking about like tactics and these things that he's going to do, and then he says something like, so stupid <laughs> it just invalidates everything you said in the eight minutes prior to that. No, you don't I take Hagnar so because you don't get the plus one to hit on the charge with Hagnar, which is way better than whatever you get from Hagnar. I, I, I haven't even. I haven't even read the Hagnar section of the book. I immediately dismissed it. I was like, uh, Dragic and F, this is good. I don't need to read anything else. Mm. Yeah, that's no, how I play. It's, it's super tasty. Um, yeah. But yeah, like Hagnar with um, the five up re-rollable on like their big unit of witches. Is like, or you know, snakes or whatever. Do you know what's it's better? Like ridiculous. Right? I actually, I have played Hagnar once and it was with 20 snakes. And yeah. Oh, that's so good. It's nuts, right? It's so good. And you take the... um the amulet or the item that lets you fly over the top with your cauldron. Mm. So you just screen the cauldron with these snakes and then it's like, okay, my turn, fly out over the top and attack with the cauldron. Well, see, yeah. So after I was... So like, much. After I I'd been them. playing it a bit because like I'd been playing Caleb Ron mm. and I'd been um, using the cauldron... Who, um, LeBron? Really, uh, Caleb Ron? Kale, I like Kale Lebron. Mm. I'm imagining Lebron, kale. but made of kale. And he eats kale. Oh yeah. Mm. No more fucking AOS basketball chat. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> um, so with the Kale Lebron, like the the Slaughter Queen on Cauldron was a really central piece for um, like my offensive output, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'd you use, flip it around, and yeah, yeah. And I'd use like the um, the the cloak, the the doppelganger cloak and stuff to be really aggressive. But I found playing Hag, no, you don't need to, that protection because you've got already a layer of witches mm. and a layer of um, snakes mm. um, to actually protect them, um, yeah. the cauldron. So the cauldron is never really in danger anyway. Yeah. So I reckon, and after playing against Tristan at Bush Bash, yeah. uh, not, uh, whatever it was, Bajicon, who had... Um, uh, the was it the circ- uh, iron circlet I think yeah yeah so to like re-roll, re-roll the, the, the ones prayers. on your prayers um, because that's so important to get your five up um, yeah. re-rollable up right so I think that's the way to go mm. if I was to play daughters again which I don't think I'll be playing them for some time it's because your bases are too small too mm, thin that's right talking about thick bases thick thick C-H-I-C-C yeah Travis um, from the Heralds of War yeah my nemesis. Your nemesis, Danny. <laughs> his, his warriors of chaos had the thickest bases I've ever seen. Thick, bro. <laughs> they were so thick. Oh, wow. Thick. Well, yeah, you need a good do, thick base. Do you think he was modeling for advantage? Um, I think he was because he can see over, right? He yes. Can see a little bit Because it's true line of sight. Mm. True line of sight, exactly. Yeah. What a gamey motherfucker. We should have like DQ'd him. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but also, conversely, if you had bases that were too thin... That's hide. Yeah, that's also modeling for advantage because yeah. you're below the terrain. Yeah. Mm. Do you reckon anyone would like like care if I mm. modeled my feck to be like ducking and like hugging the ground? Like just 
Do you know what I would do if I was feck? Mm, I would just do? have empty bases with like one arm coming out of the ground. Yes. And I would have that huge, <laughs> yes. that huge terror guys base and I would just stick the head on the base mm. and make it like that they're all coming out of the earth. Mm. Or if the terror guys is like crouched down in like hiding with camouflage and stuff and he's yeah. like really low down and I can hide him behind stuff. Do you remember that time yeah, that Nick you, Cook? Yeah. <laughs> you, you can really hide that big model behind stuff that can fly so line of sight is invalidated. Idiot. No, it's for, for when people shoot it me. It can fly. When people can Line of sight me. doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It's true line of sight. No, it's for forests. No, it's still true line of sight. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It's true line of sight. But so for, for forests, I think, or whatever like the citadel wood is. Yeah. Um, if you're a flying model, yeah, you um, it ignores it. Ignores that. it. But like for other pieces of it's only just forests. I'm that. pretty sure it's just forests. For other terrain, mm. it doesn't matter. Do you remember when okay. Nick Cook anyway, took I'm, that? I'm, um, I'm going to do that. I haven't built my terror grass yet. So, yeah, so you're just going to put a head on the base. Well, if you build yeah. it and then I can, <laughs> come, out I can come over your place and just like <laughs> stomp on it a few times. Mm, yeah, that'd be fun. Mm. Do you remember when Nick Cook took that um, dragon from fourth head? No, I don't because what the fuck? <laughs> like, and so was, no, it wasn't no. a tree man. No, no, it was a dragon. Or maybe, <laughs> and it was the size of like it was the size of like a cavalry model from Eighth Ed. And he's like, "This is my star dragon," and it was about that big. <laughs> Just hide it behind spearmen or something. Yeah. It was so outraged. So How did he get away with that? Because there was no official base sizes or something, wasn't it? No, it was on a fifty mil base because that's all the dragon was on was a fifty mil square base. Was it? And turns no, out, my turns dragon's on a big one. No, but chariot yeah, base. But it's the base it came on, right? Back in the day. So mm. shout out to Sean from Measured Gaming who sent me a picture uh, in the lead up to the event with a picture of a um, like an old Chimera model. Yeah. Like Chimera. That was like this big. Yeah. And he's like, can I use that as a Chaos Lord on a Manticore? <laughs> I did like and like that. it was on a base. Sort of <laughs> I was like this big and then this tiny little model. Oh, wow. I'm like, so kind of similar to uh, Randy's Ark in the Black, right? And um and AOS coaches um Orion, continuing the theme of very large bases and very small models. Shout out to I want this small model to be a big model. I'm going to put it on a big rock. Yes, it's a big ass rock. That's a nice boulder. I like that. Such silliness. But yeah, so that's my plans for. So what? So what you've just taken like twenty minutes to tell us is that. You Before CanCon, in six months, you're going to paint 15 Stormcast models. Yeah, but nice. they're, they're going to be cool, painted... Cool story, bro. They're going to be painted real nice. That's like 10 models less than I have to paint. Yeah. Shit. Shit. What about you? What's been up to, Lucky? I'm sick of hearing his voice. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I pulled out my uh, Flesh Eater Quartz Army that I bought off Raph, which he, he very nicely wrapped up in toilet paper um, <laughs> very and, uh, he... and hand-delivered it to me at, at Lord Did he? Did he sell it to you for like... A bajillion dollars? Did he like rip rip you off? Or? No, he, I, I was pretty happy with the price. Um, I think he, mm. he he was selling in anticipation that they'd be nerfed. Um, or oh. he actually did they get nerfed? Um, I don't yeah, think I the don't points think have actually come out yet. They were meant no. to come out this weekend, weren't they? Well, in and that's what um, Smorgan told me at some point. Oh, something, yeah. something China boats, mm. something something. But it's all electronic, isn't it now? Like I don't know. Ch- China can't do anything about something, that. Something China boats, something something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't there some kind of trade embargo or yeah, some something? Crap? Something North Korea, something, something. Yeah. <laughs> Point still on the boat yeah, yeah, <laughs> in the warehouse. Right. <laughs> um, 
No, look, so I've just, I pulled out my feck um, and then I was like, I started like assembling some ghouls and turns out my super glue was all dry and I was like, oh. That's Why nice. were you assembling ghouls with super glue? Because super glue is the only way to assemble models. No! <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone heard that. That's Owen from over there in the kitchen <laughs> screaming <laughs> no. <laughs> ghoul story, bro. A fit. <laughs> it was a ghoul story. Mm. Um, so I... Why do you... Mm, stop the... Stop the cast. Why are you using super glue? Really, yeah, just off, just off air for a moment, guys. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, just pause I, it. I, like, why? I really dislike plastic glue, like, but it's for and, plastic. Pardon? It's, it's designed for, for plastic. plastic. It creates yeah, a really but it doesn't button. hold it. It yes, creates. It, it creates. You got to hold it there a much for like, stronger for like twenty minutes. No, for you, one arm. You use the GW holdy uh, thing. The holy thing. The assembly thing. <laughs> no, okay. And that holds it for you. Oh, my God, no. Two points. You definitely no. don't use super glue, but you also definitely don't definitely use... Definitely don't use the, the fucking GW holy thing. thing. I've got seven of those things. No. Oh, no. I use it... Is that because you just don't like touching things with your hands? Yeah, because mm. uh, I'm a germaphobe. Mm. By the way, speaking of germaphobes, <laughs> you know my cat, I, I leave my... Um, <laughs> I leave my paintbrushes set up on my painting desk, right? And my cat... Always comes in and steals my paintbrushes yeah, to play no. with. She just go, does she do some painting with it? It's a he. Oh, does he do some painting? Um, Sponsored by no, this No, he doesn't. He, so he goes and grabs the paintbrushes and plays with them. But he only fucking grabs the super expensive Windsor and Newton paintbrushes. Doesn't grab the shitty GW ones or the $10 Army Painter ones. It's only like $50 Windsor and Newton ones. Fucking asshole. He's got an eye for quality. He does. Mm. If he could paint, he'd be a good painter. Yeah. Oh, also, um, speaking of your cat, yes. what else have you been up to? Like? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I just uh, was oh, I was doing some basing. Um, Is his opinion, do we want to hear what he says? <laughs> Not really. Use, no. Nick, what have you been up to? <laughs> Hang on. I also ba- base coated some Riders of Rohan. I have been, oh, yeah. I've been gluing together Varangard. With super glue or plastic glue? Plastic glue. Oh, nice. You're, you're but doesn't it just not stick together? Apparently, no, they just they fell apart on the hobby desk three days after I built them. They just... Mm. With the plastic glue, you need one of those holders oh, from GW. No. And you just permanently leave the holder on the model? So, it mm-hmm. just, so it's now part of the model? Yeah, they're yeah. All, they're all like Doc Ock from fucking Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I reckon you can make a pretty convincing um, 40k Imperial Knight out of those holders. Lots of, lots of them. It'll probably cost you more than buying an Imperial Knight to buy the eight oh. holders. And when you put it on the table, would you <laughs> say, Good night. Because I would every time I put it on the table. Mm. Dick Earthquake in the chat. Great name. <laughs> says, Ah, Varangard, I see you're also a man of quality. I only read that out because of his name. Oh, that's that. If, if my suspicions are correct, that's your boy, Tom Stewart. What up? How are you? Anyway, keep going. What's up, T Stewart? Such a baller. We're up to 11 viewers, guys. Oh, yeah. Don't let the fame get to your heads. No. Well, no, we just, hang we on. Slowly, we have lots of fans. We just slowly rotate through them. They mm. they lock on. They look at what's going on. They go, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Not for me. Fuck this. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been good to actually do some hobby after Lord of War. Um, mm. And yeah, so I built uh, three Varengard. I um, have an Archaeon, which has arrived this week. Oh, Ooh, from really? China? No, no. Oh, it's a real one. Yeah. Um, a real Archeon. Ooh, real fancy. Mm. So, um, are you doing anything fancy with him? Uh, I'm trying him. to work that out. Like, it's a fucking sick model. It's really nice. I was going to build it and then I'm like, no, I need to sub-assemble this for painting. There's no mm. way I can paint this as one one model. That's what I did so with my cauldron. Big, so yeah. many different pieces. And so, it's uh, like three times. You'd like, you'd you'd spend, yeah. you spend a bunch of time painting one bit and then you just look at the bit you were holding and you'd be like, well... Mm. 
time to start that bit again. Yeah. And, and it just be a never-ending cycle. It's like what, the Sydney Harbour Bridge where yeah. they just don't stop painting it forever. It's going to be interesting because I've never bas- I've basically never painted anything with sub-assembly before. I mm. almost always build things. So the biggest thing I've painted is that black coach and that was kind of sub-assembled in that the black coach itself was separate to the base when I painted it. Mm. But other than that, everything, I just build it because I like, you know, I play with the models a lot quicker than I build them, uh, a lot quicker than I yeah. Uh, paint them yeah and so i um i just build them and get them on the table so i can use them your life to me sounds like living hell mm. yeah do you know what i would so do bad. yeah if i was painting archaeon i would model it oh. i would model it so that he's coming out of um a tunnel in the ground so, <laughs> so i would just, just, just put his, 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 <laughs> head, <laughs> his sword coming out of the base and then just paint that Mm. Did anyone see? Um, it was I think it was someone posted in the chat, but it was that Ar- Archaeon dragon um, made into a, like an ice zombie dragon with um, a yes, yeah, that was, yeah, it was so sick. sick. The, yeah, there's the, the vampire lord or whatever. On there's top. been a few of those mm. conversions, cool. but that, that one was also painted amazingly mm. well. Mm. Nick, to do your Archaeon coming out of a hole in the ground, yeah, I just thought you actually could. If you spent like a long time for a very silly joke, say you get the base, the massive account base, yeah. and then you model the edges like it is um, like a hole, an actual yeah. hole in the ground, and you do have the sword, but then you spend like hundreds of hours perspective painting from the top down. An entire freehand An archaeon. entire freehand archaeon that looks like he, he literally, if you look down at it, he literally is coming out of Oh, out of a crater. Out of a crater. That would be sick. That would be very, very cool. Like lava glow behind him and yeah. shit. And then get like a little Labrador model at the edge of the well. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would rate that. I'd be like, yeah, you can have that in my tournament. So yeah. Fucking Lassie, Lassie going around just murdering cunts. Yeah. <laughs> what a good boy. Mm. Wasn't Lassie boy. a girl? Was she? All girls. dogs are good Lassie. boys, whether they're female That's or male. Correct. B O I. You don't like dogs though, because you're vegetarian. Unless you're, unless you're a, mm, of course. a small dog, and then they're a good papa. Yeah. Mm. Or a good dogger if they're like mid-sized. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I do. So that's what's going on for your CanCon pre- preparation and painting. Yeah, can you get it okay. done? Because do you, I think I'll get it done? Um, like last time, you you were a bit iffy. So we're it's like under seven months away from CanCon. And I'm going to Europe for five weeks, so it's less than six months. Mm. And I reckon Archaeon will take me two months ish. Re- of how much painting though? Yeah. yeah, yeah, big model. I reckon I spent I... a month on the coach from start to finish, and the Archaeon's bigger and a lot more detailed than I want. But, but is that painting coach. every day, or is that one day a week? Or it's not one day a week. It's probably every couple. Of days. I mean, it really yeah. just depends on that. The size of the paintbrushes that you use. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to look nice. I can get some dual arch and paint Archaeon in 10 minutes. <laughs> Just get an airbrush. It'll be fun. Yeah, bro. I've got an airbrush. They're the best. Oh, my God. Have you, have you used it with, for anything yet? Yes. Yeah. Um, if you look in the AOS Bros chat... With a little little picky. Oh, let me. Um, oh boy. I think I saw that one. That's the one I showed you. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe I need to send our calendar to you to get some pre-highlighting and pre-shading done. Oh, yeah. You do that. You it's could... so quick and so much fun. Airbrushing is the best. What it's about so contrast good. paints? Can't you do Archaeon in about 10 minutes with contrast paints? Yeah. yeah. Just do living statue Archaeon. Yeah. Don't... Isn't the way you use contrast paints is like, I think you buy... Because they're in the bigger bottles. Yeah. You buy like... 20 of them yeah. and you just tip them all into a bucket and dip mm. the model in yes have it's you, like really expensive out and like it's, it's have you considered making this a concept army every army in its own way is a concept army thank you mm. I truly I tr- <laughs> truly believe that my army is a concept army is that yeah what was the well if your army isn't a con- uh, if your army isn't a concept army then there's boring as fuck right you haven't a concept army you have, there's no concept behind it mine doesn't exist at the moment so. yeah mm. 
Mine, oh, yeah. Conceptual. Yeah. yeah. Mine is how to... Conceptual concept army. I like this. <laughs> I like it. Mine was how we to paint your fingers butt. off and oh, not get a nom. That was the concept behind my army. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. All righty. Let's talk about Lord of War, which was... A Lord of War. Lord of War. How fun was Lord of War? Let's be real. It was so legit fun. fun. How many players did we end up with, Nick? We started with 66, including mm-hmm. Gummy, and we finished at 62. Okay. So, a couple of drops. Disappointing, but that's okay. Four drops. Mm. Who was it? We'll call them out. So, Chris Lee dropped. Chris Lee. One. Now, Chris Lee dropped at the end of round one. He, it's because he's dead. Yeah. So, he spent... Uh, no. What? Christopher Lee? Yeah. He's also fronting a, like, autumn metal Christmas caravan. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Chris Lee from? He's, he's from Isengard. He played Saruman. Oh, of course. Chris is a Melbourne. Wait, one. wasn't he a Sith Lord? He was a Sith Lord. Mm. He was a Nazi killer in World War Two. Was he? Yeah. Man, he, he got around. Actually, that though, that guy has a hectic life. But and he Chris, Lee, Chris Lee, the mm. other Chris Lee that so actually is an AOS player. He put mm. so much effort into painting his army in the week leading up to the event. Like he was posting all these So updates, much. And it looked really nice. But he spent like, of the probably 48 hours prior to the event, I think he spent 42 of them painting the army basically. And so he rocked up to the event and he was super happy. He posted updates. The final models finished the night before the event. Or the morning of the event. Yeah, love it. And then he rocks in, plays game one. He's like, I'm too tired. I can't continue. Oh, what? That is a rage around one. He was like, Yeah, he yeah, was, I'm going home. He was fucked. He's like, I'll hang around and I'll take some photos and I'll chat. But I just can't play. I just can't do it. I've just spent too much time painting. Oh. That's like, that is so disappointing. Like, so good, good on him for like pushing push, through pushing but and getting, yeah, getting geez, his arm right. That's my worst nightmare. Mm. Apparently, forgot one of his characters as well. But that doesn't mm. help. Whatever. I like mm. my story better. Yeah. So, uh, Adam Burt also didn't make Adam Burt too. Unfortunately. I mean, Adam Burt is just mm. his uh, his wife has just had a mm. child, their first child, and so he was on child watch for the weekend. Oh no, no, no! I was talking to him the other. He just he just didn't win all his games day one, so he mm. just didn't bother. That actually that seems a lot so. more likely. Was yeah, it no, not enough? No, that, he's just gotten random pictures of her, like a, some fake baby somewhere. <laughs> he's not his child. I thought there was not enough rankings points available. Adam, I love you. I'm sorry. Mm. Well, we it's. Yeah, he only went two and one, didn't he? On this is this one, is Adam, so. our favourite Herald, Bert, right? Yeah, mm. I don't, I don't really have a favourite Herald. So that was a running joke. So in the list submission, <laughs> you don't know the joke because you didn't read any list because you didn't help. No, um, savage, <laughs> savage. In the list submission, I'm looking through all the lists, and Travis has put a line in his list, basically saying, um, "Oh no, wait, Nick, stop right there, stop." I listened to the Herald's latest episode. They went through this. They had a little laugh and a joke about it. So, actually, we're just going to be recycling their content if we talk about this. So, let's just move on. Oh, fuck, we wouldn't want to recycle yeah, content. No. We wouldn't want to be a parasite. Oh, fuck off. We don't <laughs> use that word. <laughs> that is an mm. orange card, Lockie. Orange card. Uh-uh. Shout out to my boy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I need a snake. Um, who else dropped? Who else dropped? Um Ollie. Ollie. Oh, Ollie. 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 ex-people's champ. Ollie, Ollie no longer anyone's champ. Mm. Ollie, Ollie, Oxen Ollie, free. The, the disappointment. Ollie, Ollie. I think we'll, we'll cover Ollie's um, <laughs> lack of cojones later. Mm. Yeah, shocking. And then one more, right? We lost the Gumby because we uh, dropped her even numbers. Uh-huh. Who was yeah, playing right, the Gumby? Yeah, um, Jess, Reese's partner. Yeah, right. Who's going to go round one and then Chris dropped out and then conveniently um, Adam dropped out while while... Um, Ollie was messaging me about how he was like, there was things coming out of both ends and he was just in a <laughs> fit state to play this event. Nice. And uh, I'm like, he's like, can I drop? I'm like, yeah, you can drop. Did he send you pics? 
No. I really no. like Ollie. Want to see new picks? Mm-hmm. Well, oh because you were. I mean, I guess we'll get there, but you were, try, you, um, were kind of trying to convince Kakwa to, to drop from day two as well. But that, because Desperately we, 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 trying we, to convince <laughs> Kakwa to drop. Because no, bro, to get, you to shouldn't get, play. To get, seriously. No, or to get right, even numbers or whatever. Mm. And then, like, and then someone else dropped. And I'm like, oh, we're cool. You can play. And he's like, no, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I hate having to blow games. I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to get him to drop. Game two, a uh, day two. I was trying Ooh. to get him to drop at the end of day one. Gonna... Mm. End of day yeah. one because he was a drunk motherfucker <laughs> and he was causing me all sorts of problems. He was, yeah. He came, he came over and just started abusing me for my use of Games Workshop dice. He was under the table. <laughs> and then, and then ten minutes later, came back over and started abusing me for my use of Games Workshop dice because I think he forgot he'd already done that. <laughs> he was just like, "Hang on, no wait, I've got to get that guy." That sounds like the Kakwa that we know. And day love. two, he was mm. under the table and uh, like of the stream. Yeah, the um, game one stream just was like, just—he was under that table the entire <laughs> time. He just kind of popped his head out, and they're like, "How long have you been there?" At one point, Shadowhammer went under there for a bit as well, and hanging out yeah, under was, the stream table. I was wishing I had another camera. I really was. Mm. A lot of sore heads. Mm. Next year, there's going to be an under table camera. Mm. Under table camera. It's oh. <laughs> like like the honest wall game is jet cam, but the the under table cam. Mm, very important. Oh, you can see what, see what dwells below. Mm. True. That'd be the best cam. Uh, Gentili's about to come back, but he doesn't know he's been kicked yet. <laughs> no, sorry. No, 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 well, did no, I get no, kicked? Because no, I have to leave early anyway. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I, um, I have to drop now. Bye. Oh, I've got to go. Right now. Yeah. All right, well, give us, your quick, give us a quick rundown. What, are you, what were your favorite shit. elements of Lord of War? Of Lord of War? Yeah. I really liked meeting all the new people that I hadn't met yet that are actually mainstays of the AOS scene. Um, so that was really good fun. Um, streaming was hard work. I think if we stream again, we probably need a table boss. Um, and we probably need so, someone else so to do it. So hot, hot take from Smorgan. This was his contribution to the castle is that r- trying to run an event of that size and trying to stream it as well is yeah. probably like very ambitious. Yeah. yeah like we we needed more people and we yeah. needed like it's mostly Chris Cousins' fault because he went to the UK yeah I blame Chris that's as my, well. my yeah. post event analysis it's all Chris's fault yeah because I thought it'd be fun I, I didn't get the chance to kind of just hang around in the room which we I have in the past which is really fun you get to watch a game here and a game there and which interact funny, with some... I think you only streamed two of the games no I did you did four didn't you I did four yeah I did all of them day two oh, no, yeah I did four you just didn't do okay. round one I didn't do round one but I did the other four yeah. That's um, right, because Lockie didn't rock up game four. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, um, but yeah, no, I thought <laughs> it was, I'm kind of jealous I didn't get to play, but I enjoyed the Saturday night having dinner with everyone and all that sort of stuff too. And seeing all the boys, the old 8th Ed boys coming down from Sydney and coming across from... There were a couple, the, weren't there? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. So that was very fun. But um, definitely looking forward to CanCon and getting a new army for that. And then whatever comes in between. I think, um, what's the one in Bendigo? Badgercon? Is uh, Bendigo Bushbash. Bush Bendigo Bushbash. Bush so I'm hoping to get to that and um, a couple of others. When is Bushbash? That's like October. Mid, Oct- uh, Mid-October. Mm. October uh, 19th, I think. Yeah. Bad time for you. Yeah. I'm pretty keen to try. Well, the next six months is a bad time. Like, I don't know if I'll play because I'll be working on my um, chaos and I'm trying Just. to sell my, sell my death stuff. But um, I'm pretty keen to potentially do coverage. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. We'll, hopefully we'll have a coverage presence at... Um, to go bush bash. Yeah, I'm hoping to play, so we'll see how we go. As long as life. Mm. Also got um, a ticket to the Rune Axe teams. Mm. Oh, when when and where? So it's the first weekend of November, I believe. Oh. 
in Brisbane. Brisbane. This is, this is uh, eight, uh, how many teams? 20 teams of four people. 20 teams of four people. Oh, sold, out. sold out so in an hour. Sold out in an hour. Wow. Yeah. We've got one of the tickets. Oh, oh la, la. So, essentially, I'm going to have to murder one person. I've already got Chris. He's dead. He's gone. He's gone. Yep. But there's Smorgan and you three. So one of you will have to die. Smorgan's mm. a known flake. So yeah, he's not <laughs> <laughs> I'll just prepare as if I am Never playing mind, this event. He, he, bought, he bought the ticket. <laughs> oh, but that's fine. Like he, that's what he loves to do. Yeah. Right? Like sign up to events. And, and then flake. <laughs> that would be. That would Smorgan. be. How many so points he's been, each? been pretty, pretty good recently. Is it 2000 each? Yeah. 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 Oh. Team, so team format. So there's no shared war scrolls. So you can use a war scroll multiple times in an army, but you can't have the same war scroll in two different armies. So we need to have four different armies, essentially. Yeah. So sick. So we can't. So all just sick. Take, we can't all just take daughters of Cain, or and we fact. could try and all take daughters of Cain. But the, so every team you, going will have one Feck, one daughters, one Skaven, and what? Maybe an Ardenth. Maybe a Slanesh. Yeah. Or Slanesh. And so will we? Legion of the I can see a bunch of shooting armies going as well, though. Like teams will bring a, a shooting army to deal with. So it's like ETC, where you pick the matchups, yeah. or yeah, I haven't actually looked that far into it, but um, be, I'm sure it's yeah. something similar like that. I reckon my favorite yeah. tournament experience was the Vix mm. when we used to go with Hampton. Team tournaments are the absolute best. If anyone's like thinking, even if you're in Brisbane and you're not playing the event, come down. <sighs> team event atmosphere. So it's good, fantastic. There's nothing better. Yeah, because like nothing better than letting down your friends by yeah. losing Warhammer. Yeah, <laughs> fucking sucks, man. It'd be interesting because it's not like Lockie knows all about it. <laughs> oh boy, um, no. Well, so like in Eighth Edition, right? So it's like um, every point mattered, right? So yeah. Like you, even if you you're losing, but you you know you take yeah. you know you get a couple of victory points or whatever. Um, and you're like, oh yeah, I, I contributed to the team, blah, blah because mm. like you know I got points that I maybe I shouldn't have gotten. Um, whereas in Age of Sigma, it's win loss draw, of course. Yeah. Um, so WLD. it'll be a different different element, I reckon, to it mm. as well. It's gonna be interesting. I'm I think it'll be looking fun. Looking forward to it. But yeah, I think we'll maybe discuss lists and stuff maybe on the next cast if you don't discuss them on this one. Oh, I suspect it'll be a while away, but yeah, keep an eye out for that. Yeah, and, oh, we, and I love and appreciate all of you in the chat. And hell, Both of you. If we've got five of us going, we'll, I'll be a temp captain. I won't play and we'll just... Ooh. 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 We like the German team at the ETC where they had a uh, they had a team psychologist and a coach and a captain. Ooh. Yeah. So he's, he's, he was literally, yes. he went around and he was just there like moral support. You're doing okay. You're doing okay. That's just great. Pump, pump <laughs> yeah. Yeah, See, I'd be, I'd be like the team's offensive psychologist. So I'd go over to the other player and be like, oh, heads. you're really, you're really moving. Just, did you paint that? Just, did you use a house brush? Absolutely just sledging people <laughs> the whole game. I and just be like, oh, you failed that charge? Yeah, nice one. Good Typical. tactics, bro. Typical, bro. Anyway, you got to get out of here, don't I you? i got to get out of here. you got real life things to do. I love you all. Goodbye. I just, I just want this camera for me. I'm going to drop the mic, but I don't want to break it. Yeah, don't drop it. No. <laughs> Fuck off. Go <laughs> away. Right. See him, mate. Oh, okay. no, he's got two, no. two mics no, now. I'll just go this one. I'm just going to shuffle over. <laughs> this is my plan all along. Camera to myself. So, for those of you watching, this one is the fun side, and that one is the whole inside. Fuck oh, off, Danny. Hang on. Oh, he's just saying goodbye. So, anyway, um, oh, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to do an entertaining cast here. No means no, Nick. No means no. no. All right. Ah, Ooh, help! Orange. Help! Oh. Hey, Danny. Hey, Lucky. I like being close to you. It's it's nice. Um, what were we talking about? Lord of War. Lord of War. So, I've done a little bit of a rundown on the website. I've done kind of half of it. Mm. So, I talked about the preparation and stuff like that, which you guys wouldn't know much about. 
None at all. I mean, you just except like you know, running a hundred boards up like four flights of stairs. Yeah, well, I mean, like you would have done your own preparation as as a player though. So tell us about that. What were you doing leading into the event? Obviously, my my prep. Yeah. Uh, How do you get your your game face on? I mean, my game face. Right. So the night before. I have a sauna for 45 minutes. Um, but if I go to 47, it's slightly too long. Open up those pores. Open up those pores. Really just release the bad juju. I actually took a lot of um, um, guidance from uh, my my AOS guru, uh, Jonathan Etland. So he's from Sweden. Um, and it's all about being emotionally ready. You know, because you can you can have a painted army. You can walk in. You can have you can have done your you know your pregame workout, um, but if you're not emotionally ready to win, you're not going to win. Do you have a soundtrack? Um, yes, like absolutely, absolutely. I've gotten him to uh, to send that through to me, but that's um that's like highly highly encrypted and quite quite secret. Um, the emotional preparation is just is is the edge that I have. I'm assuming it's nothing but Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. <laughs> How do you know me so well? <laughs> Um, no, I don't know. I've, I didn't have much to do for Lord of War. I was like, just keen to play some games. Hadn't played since CanCon. Uh, and then I was like, oh shit, I need a... No. And then I was like, oh, I need a... Just play Border War. I mean, Border Wars. Yeah. Isn't that the same tournament? Isn't that the one we're talking about? Know. They're all the same. Border Ra- War? Round one was Border Wars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. So, I don't, yeah. Anyway, um, so I just had to make a display board. Um, so I painted up some houses uh, and it was really, really boring. <laughs> Because they're just fucking houses. Highlighted all of the bricks. Um, also, it's like less uh, interesting to paint things when you know that they don't belong to you. So, because oh, so um, you'd sold the army at this point. Yes, yeah, already already sold. So I was just giving it a last run, um, and that's that's basically the prep that I did. I uh, looked at Locker, uh, Liam's list, my round one grudge. Yep, uh, cried a little bit, and then what, that was. What was with the grudge? Was any history there? I just love Liam. Liam's great. He's my That's bro, right. and also like Rocking you know, just give give him an easy win. <laughs> Wasn't as easy as expected though. Actually, it was a really interesting. Game. Danny was actually angling to be on Shadowhammer. Um, yeah, this is my grudge. second choice of podcast, yeah. but um, just got knocked back by Liam. Liam Shadowhammer. Shadow that kind of changed last minute, didn't it? Yeah, it would not have been very interesting. The game. Wouldn't have been. No, that like, was definitely. I, conclusion. I wasn't really ever going to put them on stream. Oh, really? You know. <laughs> but Liam enjoyed thinking he would be. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I was like, oh, this is going to suck. <laughs> so Help. Friday night, guys, we ever, we met up with a bunch of people in, in the city. Yeah, Father's Office. Mm. Pretty packed. I felt particularly so. <laughs> my favorite, <laughs> my highlight <laughs> of the night there was arriving to Father's Office um, and going outside a little balcony area and seeing. All of the Age of Sig bros just hanging out. So, like, a lot of, like, just big lads, chunky lads, mm-hmm. you know, and a big... Who knew who it was? Very excited, big presence. And then, <laughs> and then like, three very petite women just sandwiched in between, like, 30 <laughs> Age of Sigma players, like, hunched over a table trying to have a civilized conversation <laughs> with Hohen drinking straight from beer jugs, like... Apparently that's not okay. Like, apparently not. Do you yeah. Off that? So yeah, weird. by Danny. Oh. Danny's like, what the Get fuck are you doing? What the fuck? Or at least a straw. Come on, man. No, like, I, I, uh, a straw um, would be class. Not a plastic one, of course. I'd do, at that point, I was like, all right, I've done all the prep for this event. I can fucking cut loose. And then I realized I had to do the setup later. I was like, oh god. Mm. Yeah, that was interesting. Mm. Hey? Yeah. But yeah. I had some dinner. I had some shots by Brad. My what highlight. Was... My highlight of um, Father's Office was like mm. Randy ordering a bunch of food. 
like an absolute list of food. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is after he's already been for like a steak lunch with Smorgan earlier in the day. And then the waitress basically going to leave the table and us being like, no, 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 you have to take our order as well. That wasn't for the table. That man never stopped eating or drinking all fucking weekend. He ate Shadowhammer's food. He ate. It's legendary. Mm. It's, it's a legendary behavior. Like, I wonder what his preparation is for an event because mm. it's incredible. Randy, I'm very impressed. Just lots of um, meditation. My body is a temple. My body is a temple. But yeah, absolutely. Because he just like slays it's like three days three three two nights and, he's and like three a, days he's just like a machine super he's like a vegetarian at home that like well, see that's body, what i think his it body is. is a temple yeah I that's what just, i think it is i think it's just, like a like regimented diet like fitness regime just like clean eating clean cut and then and then tom's is like absolutely cuts loose <laughs> yeah a uh, yeah that's definitely why he comes to melbourne <laughs> so yeah father's office we had the uh most of the south australian guys were there um, the Sydney, Sydney boys? Yeah, Sydney boys came down, Jordan and um, Nath and uh, Liam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was good to have those guys down. The Bendigo guys tried to come in and just couldn't get in. There were too many people. Um, really packed. Because oh, we'd made a booking ahead. On a Friday night, like so busy. Yeah. And if you want to like be in the big group, like respond to the post we put up mm-hmm. saying, hey, who wants to be in the big group dinner? Rather than just rocking up with 10 people and being like, can we join? Yeah, yeah that, totally. That totally. Was interesting. Well, was particularly since like, I, I kind of made the booking um, and I, I thought, you know, like I'll, I'll invite, um, yeah, Doom um, and the South Australian boys and yeah, suddenly there was like eight or nine of them. I was like, oh, yeah. wasn't expecting that. That kind of blows my mind. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, so we squeezed them in, but yeah, with the Benigo. It was boys. fucking, it was, it was fantastic. Have them. Yeah. Brad rocked up. And, and like, see, just randomly. Just like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> he, he kind of just pops in and out all weekend, doesn't he? Talk to us about Dwellers Hazing Rituals, Danny. As the, the newest of the dwellers. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe only talk about one of them. Don't talk about the ones we did later oh, on. the other ones. Right, okay, not those ones. Um, so, the beginning of the, the hazing rituals. Maybe don't so mention I just, I've just learned that you with a microphone. Was that a... Oh. Yeah, that was... That's a that was a real... I thought I just liked... That was just yeah. nice. Um, no, yeah. So, apparently, there's a thing called a prairie fire mm. shot. There is indeed. Um, okay, hang on. But, like... Have a gripe here because. All right, go <laughs> fuck, on. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, Brad. Because Brad, you're like, hey guys, let's do shots. We gotta do shots. Hey, hey can I get some shots? Hey man, you're not a dweller unless you do a. You're shot. not a dweller unless you do a shot. And then he goes to the waitress and, and he's like, hey, can we get some shots over here? Yeah, I just want these shots. My special shot. It's my shot. You know, you gotta get my shot. And I was like, what is this fucking 1995? Like, who does shots anymore? Are you 16 and like in a club? Like, woo, my fake ID. Like, A, shots are for kiddies. Okay, rants over. I disagree. And, <laughs> I love shots. But it's not, why is it a ritual? Why is it a thing? You should just be like, hmm, some drink, boom, in my mouth. That's what happened. That's how it became a thing because he did that and we went, oh, some drink, have it in my mouth. And then we realized what it was. <laughs> So I was like, oh, you know, someone's buying me shots. I've got to have it. And I was like, oh, no. I still want to have it. But having said that, and and having had my little rant at you, Brad, I appreciate your emotional and moral support after said shot because it felt bad. It was bad in my stomach. It wasn't nice. But your loving warmth and acceptance of me after I'd consumed this horrible thing. Uh, it was was beautiful. So thank you. So oh, what gave me a little bit of a cuddle? So I took it. What, yeah. is, what is a what is a prairie fire? A prairie fire is okay. Actually, that's point B about my rant though, because B it's not even that fucking alcoholic. 
It's just half wild turkey, which is bourbon, and half Tabasco sauce. Yeah. So you're just like, hmm. Believe let's- me, I can pr- I can process alcohol. I can't process Tabasco sauce. It's just really, like let's just really drink just some chili. Pretext. It's really just a sneaky pretext to get us to do a shot of Tabasco sauce. Right? Yeah, basically, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a tiny little dribble of bourbon on top. Yeah. So that yeah. came about at one of Brad's birthday Ooh. parties a long time ago, and it's like, all right, guys, we've all got to do a shot and. Like there was a group of us standing around. It's like, hey guys, I want to do a shot because he's at the bar and he's already pre-ordered them there. And he's like, yeah, free shot. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. And me and Chris Cousins were there. I think you were there. And we've just gone and he's like, yep, hands him out. And you don't even get to, didn't even look at it. Oh yeah, it doesn't Bang, look like anything. He's just like, oh yeah. Smash the shot, immediate fire. And he'd worded up the bartender. And this was the, the worst bit. He words up the bartender because he knew these guys. And we go, can we have some water? And he's like, Keeping in mind Savage. that they are, you know, legislatively Savage. required to provide water because they're a licensed yeah. venue. Yeah. He's like, no. Nah. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, no, nah, no water. Tap's broken. <laughs> Definitely wasn't broken. We have, That's and this savage. is this is in the Exford, which is an absolute dive of a place. Yeah. And we cousins and I have rushed down the stairs. There's this gigantic queue at the main bar. So like, that's not happening. We've rushed into this, the seediest fucking toilets and just Ooh. fucking started splashing sink water into our mouths. Because it, it, it was a bad time. Why did you do it again? So you knew. I, I didn't do it um, before. I set high expectations of my, uh, my, like, my employees. Mm. No, you got to lead the way, man. That was rough. That was rough. Good story. But I'm still alive. Then I'm still he here. So he did, he did two yeah, that's one. right. I think... I think he just loves it. He thinks that like, has grown immune. Mm. He's just like this is fine. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck these guys up. <laughs> because because <laughs> also in that photo on Twitter, it's like Brad and Smorgan and Shadowhammer. It looks so sad. He's like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> it's like, do I really want to be? I think he. I think, <laughs> I think he knew. I think he knew. Mm. Um, so that was that was Friday. And then, yeah, we went and set up and, Ran- and Randy was kind of done, wasn't he? he? Yeah, Randy said, oh, I didn't have any issues with the shots. Out of all of us, I think I bitched the least. Well, you fucking lay down and didn't help with the setup because you were so catatonic from it, Randy. So <laughs> yeah, maybe, you need to re- maybe you need to rethink your, uh, your attitude. Mm. So we all rock up day one. Ready, yeah. ready for some sweet games. Oh, yeah. Setup set was bad, man. Mm. I had way too much to drink. Mm. Like, yeah, we spent like 10 minutes freaking out that there weren't enough. Yeah. Um, how many times did we count how many tables like did we put five. out <laughs> like- counting tables and freaking out that we didn't have enough objective markers and combat gauges oh. and we freaked out and then Nick's like alright just, I brought out just the take co- some just take some from the other bags mm. even it out and I was like yeah but everyone wouldn't have three he's like it's fine it doesn't matter just take some out of the other bags 10 minutes later brings out the other bag yeah. that he had bought I was like oh what about these ones <laughs> And then, then we were um, well, doing pre, pre-done like terrain, like with the, the chart. And I was just given like heaps of like slips of, you know, arcanes. Oh, yeah. So like some tables I was like, this, <laughs> this table can have, this, all this, got, can this, got, this got brought up on, on the Heralds of War. They were just talking about terrain and how, how um, it's, um, it was done. And they're like, yeah, it's a great idea. Pre-roll the terrain. And <laughs> Travis, Travis bless, bless his soul was like, yeah, you know, you just like, I'm sure they, you know, spent like whatever, an hour or so just rolling out the train uh, at each, at each. And then, and then, and then I think Adam was like, well, no, you'd have like five people. So you'd only spend like 20 minutes, like, you know, just rolling out the train. 
Guys, no. It was Raph and Lockie and I think Ollie with a bunch of little bits of paper and they were like, hmm. And then Raph going, I wonder what table I'm on. I'm going to give them all arcane. <laughs> and so, and ha- so we we're borrowing some ta- um, terrain off Hampton Games Club, which has um, like awesome terrain, but some of the hills are massive. Yep. Here's a few of them. Gigantic so, hills. So it's just like, yep, so that... Piece of terrain that covers half the board that can be arcane. Or yeah, so like twenty-three inch wide hills. Yeah, so so we'll come. We'll get to this later when we talk about the games that I played. But uh, a massive, massive hill that was mystical terrain yes. really, really, really helped me out. <laughs> like oh, changed the game. Fantastic. Now yeah, we beautiful. Um, yeah, so we pre-did the terrain. Uh, we set up the tables. There was, Brad was just running around shouting at each other, at people setting up the tables. It was it was really helpful. I, I was meant to be. He was motivating people. Yeah, it's exactly. management. And I was um, I was allegedly setting up the stream, which basically meant Jesse Perkins, who knows things about like audiovisual equipment, was mm-hmm. telling me how to set up the stream. Yeah, that's right. I saw that. Lucky was there. I could no. I look. I could have managed it, yeah. but I, I, I mean, would have needed to sober up first. <laughs> I was yeah. <laughs> Pretty greased. Nick, beer jug on. <laughs> I only had one beer jug and then a cocktail jug. That's true. Help. And a shot. Help. And a shot. So, yeah. Um, that was set up. But that was it. And, like, after set up, I think a few of the SA boys and the measured guys were still out um, on the Terps. And I think the South Australian guys were looking pretty ginger on day one. But we, um, yeah. I, I got back relatively early. It was midnight when I went to bed. and I was just sleeping on Randy's floor. So I was like five minutes from the venue, which is yeah, great. great. So yeah, day one. Um, How'd the stream go? Oh, well, it was, it was interesting. Yeah, because you were on the stream. Let's let's talk about the streaming. Let's mm. let's go through it because that's a, a big topic for us because we're obviously we're on stream right now. Mm. Streaming live. So, <laughs> it's so just, all you, it means is that Nick can't edit out stuff like this. So as a, as a listener <laughs> that's or all. a viewer or a um, consumer of content, um, it's like I watch a lot of streams, a lot of different games or whatever, or listen to lots of podcasts and typically don't see how much effort does go into something um, or how, you know, you, you might see, you, if you listen to people, you know, come commentating on a game, you try to distract me there. Um, oh, it's just showing him some boobs. Porn. <laughs> um, Jesus. Um, I was actually trying to hold my phone out of the view of the camera, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, you often don't appreciate how difficult it actually is to, you know, commentate on a game for three hours or how yep. much work goes in the pre production, which I know you, you, you put a lot of work in, Nick. So, um, that was one of my key takeaways. Yeah, there's a lot of pre work, and there's a lot of pre work that I think the casters need to do. And I think there was maybe an attitude of we're just going to rock up and we're going to be able to cast these games That's and it's going to be super easy. Yeah, no. Maybe some pre-work needed to be done on that side of things that I couldn't do myself. Um, also, just the whole idea of like um, the casting being a skill. Yeah, exactly. It's something people don't really think about, but everyone it's watches, huge. Everyone it's watches huge. sports and everyone watches all that kind of stuff and it's like, oh yeah, I could commentate this. All you got to do is be like, oh, this is what's happening. But it's such a skill to create dialogue and have good talking points and keep that conversation flow. And um, that was something we, we struggled and, with. And but. maintaining uh, interest, particularly in Warhammer. Like like if you're watching Warhammer, a fast-paced yeah. sport or something, then Very things different. are always happening and there's players to reference. And like, you know, you say, look like look at AFL, you've got 44 players on the ground. And yep. Everything's happening. The ball's going everywhere. Yep. And there's... Yeah, yeah it's, it's there's a high level of excitement. But in Warhammer, mm-hmm. watching someone move 20 models is like, you say, like, all it can be said is like, he's moving them there. Yeah, It felt a lot like, like cricket, um, which is like a lot 
yeah, obviously yeah. a lot slower paced. Um, so a lot of the time we were just talking shit, and it was, there wasn't yeah, you've got to have those, you've got to have those anecdotes and things yeah. ready, and and that was probably where we fell down in part. We, I think from from my perspective, looking at how it was all done, because I was only on the stream for one game, which was mm. game three, um, where we had the Dreadzorian. It was so good. Mm. <laughs> you, had, you had three people on that one as well. We had three. So had a guest so Aaron Graham. We did have an est, a guest Aaron Graham. An est Garen Graham. Shout out. So um, my key takeaway was that we didn't do enough as far as providing information to the casters. And I think that was the feedback I got from you guys on the table. Was, and that was just a, a personnel issue. So we didn't have uh, enough people that we could have someone just dedicated to sitting there at the table every round typing out exactly what happened and then you've got to have it and so that's referred to as a table boss is the, the terminology Rob Symes from the Honest Wargamer uses and so it's a person who's just sitting there watching the game feeding all the information back to the casters so that they've got things to talk about because realistically the, I mean the casters only see what's on the screen and that's the same thing that yeah, the viewers see yeah, yeah. so if the casters are only seeing what the viewers see they can't actually add that much value at which point you've got three yeah, hours where you actually yeah you've got yeah three totally hours where you totally really, and so really there's there's value. a couple of filters on the communication from ta- from player to tabletop to uh, like say table boss if you've got one to caster then to audience it's so yeah. de- detached and, and so and but the thing I miss the thing I miss about um or I miss with Warhammer casting battle reps everything is actually. The tactics. There are yeah. so like I've done a I've done so many um, like YouTube searches and stuff, and I think there might be some on the Honest War Gamers Patreon, um, but I'm not too sure because I'm I, I'm not rich. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but or like you miss why people do things, what their plans are, how like what the tactics could be that they're using. Yeah. Uh, why they're doing certain things, the minutiae of like you know piling in strategies. Um, order of activations like how people what keys people are using yeah. for the activation wars it, there's a, a plethora of knowledge yeah. that you need to have and you've got to be and careful not to like be super reductionist about something like so i, I think in the game um that sam and i commentated at the start we're like oh yeah what, like, particularly sam was in you more was going on but he's like oh ollie's stuffed up his deployment the game's you know done already unless uh, nathan makes a really big mistake yeah and then so there wasn't as much depth that we added after that because we'd already kind of called the, called the game. And yeah. as it turned out, it played out that way. But it's in terms of commentating, it's probably a lesson that we need to not be so reductionist. Yeah, and it's it's got it. And if it is potentially a, a foregone conclusion like that, it's maybe focusing on things like how can he bring it back and mm. why has he made that mistake and what you know what is the impact of that and stuff like that. But mm. um, how did you find with the three people? Do you, do you think? The three was good. So we had Aaron Graham who has played, uh, he played AOS at CanCon, but that was his first six games and last six games of, of Age of Sigma. He, know, he knows um, he's, games though, right? He's just an avid gamer and he's very well spoken. And so while he didn't know the, the kind of technical content, he was really good at just keeping the flow of the conversation going and asking questions. And it was really funny watching him and Gentilly interact because he would ask, because you talk about having the um, the main kind of caster who keeps things flowing along and then the special comments guy. So the the role of the the main caster is to tee up the special comments guy and be like, here's a here's a low hanging fruit question that you can answer. And that will provide and by answering that, that will provide information to the player uh, to the viewer base. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's so cool. You'll yeah. occasionally and you'll notice this in sports. Occasionally some the 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 um the color commentator or whatever the 
um, the, the play, sorry, the play-by-play commentator will ask a question that, to someone who really knows what they're talking about. Sounds or like a really dumb, simple question, and they're not asking that because they don't know it. They're asking it because yeah, they want to yeah. convey that information to those of the audience that don't know it. And so Aaron did that really well, but like Gentili kept missing it. And so he would tee Gentili, he would tee someone up with a with a simple question, and Gentili would just totally miss what he was Plow doing. Through. And he would just throw out some like super because it's always an open ended question, and it gives the, yes, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. somewhere to go. comments guy somewhere to go with it. And <laughs> Gentili just closed it off every time. Like, yep, very very closed <laughs> answer. Like, Shutting it down. <laughs> what do you think about this? Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, what do you think about this? What do you think he's trying to do there? It doesn't flow very well, does it? (laughs) It, Look, practice makes perfect. And it was the first time we were doing it and we were definitely underdone personnel-wise. And so looking back, and as one of the things Sam mentioned as one of his kind of hot takes from the event is we we bit off more than we could chew. I'm glad we did it because we learnt heaps and I'm really keen to keep doing it in the future. Um, But realistically, it needs a full team effort just for the casting because you need a producer running it. Because I was occasionally popping in and fixing issues with the stream or issues with the audio, and that's my setup and stuff. But you guys also weren't particularly well versed on the setup and couldn't really problem solve yourself. Charge up with a crash course in the morning. Yeah, exactly. And that's just because we spent heaps of time focusing on the event itself, and which yeah, yeah, it's like run it or stream it. And if you're gonna if you're gonna do the streaming of an event, make sure someone else is running it. We could run and stream, but you want a couple people on the stream extra. So yeah, like next well, year we for might... example, we'd have to like, because I was kind of like just stepping on board the, the Dwellers boat as this happened. I'd already signed up and wanted to play, but I think in future we'd, have, we'd need like all of us there and all of us doing the running and organizing as opposed to like yep. you doing it all and <laughs> me playing. And <laughs> um, but, but also being able to um, cycle out of, um, of commentators as well, because like, I mean, Sam was really cooked after doing, yes. you know, three or four yep. games. Gentilly did four games as well. Yeah. Um, and I think he enjoyed it. These, you know, he really loves talking. <laughs> but like, uh, I know me after one game, I was cooked. I was yeah. Like, oh, I think, I think ideally in future, I'd have two, maybe three people on cast. I like the third person um, and have clearly defined roles, what they're adding on the, on the, on the casting, have a table boss that's literally sitting there at a table, like typing away, dedicated. And then ideally someone producing and running the actual hardware. And then also... Because you, you, you want a field reporter as well. Yeah, absolutely. And we couldn't do that. We had the setup to do it and we just didn't have the people. We yeah, and a few times we kind of went out. Um, so there'd be two of us on the stream and one of us would just be like, oh, I'm going to go check on the other games and leave just one person. And the person sitting there like, oh, now I can just monologue. To the, to the, to <laughs> monologue, the monologue, monologue. Um, what <laughs> else Bella might mushrooms. be interesting and... Like I say, you see, I see it. You see it a little bit, but it's just a personnel issue. I think is that, um, yes, like the kind of stream format is. You got the game. You talk about the game, and then um, what's what's happening at the table, and then you cut away to what's happening at the rest of the tournament. And you've got um, you've got the like roving reporter or whatever. And so that's like a little extra cutaway. Um, it gives you it more to talk about. Gives you more to talk stuff. about. But also, I think there's room in if they're reporting on the. Um, actual game is really succinct and and focused on the generalship, yep. the strategies of both players and what's going on. Instead of muddling it with two games, I think there is. I'm not, I don't think there is definitely room in Age of Sigma, particularly for more cutaways to different things. Do you know what I mean? So so you have the fo- the main focus of the cast, which is the game. Yep. And then you have what's going on at the rest of the tournament. Yep. Uh, so that's another camera over there. But then also maybe like you have. 
Uh, the one that sprang to my mind just then, maybe go on this train of thought, is like most of us are in the hobby because we really like really pretty tiny toy soldiers, right? Yeah. And so you have like another third camera setting up like hobby shots. Yeah. So you've got the game going on and this and this and this. And maybe because it's day one, you've got really interesting or really well-painted armies on the table. Yep. You can cut away to like high-quality close-ups of these miniatures that are maybe on the table or maybe a different table, like the hobby focus of this round. Yep. And then, and then the commentators can talk about that as well. Yep. So, and and it's not muddling like two games together or two sets of tactics together. You've got like this is the game, and then oh, check out these pretty models, and this is how I think you got these. Or yeah, I think you could also stuff like, that. like I was thinking, you could do pre-recorded content, so you could do a quick like an interview, and you could even do an interview sort of game one, and then have totally that, and yeah, just a short, snappy, two-minute, three-minute interview uh, with a player or something before the event, and something like that that you can just insert into. Because there's dead points, right? And the movement phase is, is interesting, but often... Watching like people charge, roll dice isn't. Yeah, yeah. Often, yeah, the charge phase is not particularly interesting. Not a lot happens. The shooting phase is not particularly interesting to watch. Or long hero phase. The, yeah, the exactly. last Honest Wargamer stream that I, I watched would have been one from Bobo, I think. Yep. Or, um, and they, did, they kept the interest of the game really well, just because... And they were doing it... I wasn't a huge fan of cutting between two games, but yep. the, I was a big fan of like the sense of urgency or the excitement that you get when something big happens instead of not having known about it, watching someone move the model and then finding out about it. You've got like, oh, we're talking about this other thing and this is what's happening out in the field. And then hang on, quick, 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 cut back to us guys because huge, huge shit's gone down. This has happened. And, and you're like, oh shit, that's what he's done. Oh, yeah. it changes the game. And you've got to have the, and that's where the table boss comes in feeding that information. Because I know yeah. like the, the game I table bossed round one, I was trying to kind of convey information. And you guys, I don't think you had the WhatsApp set up at that point. You weren't really. We need a laptop sitting there so you could read everything that came it's, in live. For sure. Because at one point, like fucking Ollie's Kurdos Valentian killed five sequitors, just went ape. Mm. Just went absolute <laughs> ham and did ten ten oh, wounds in this unit. Attacked in the in the charge phase. No, 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 no. This was the Kurdos. This was later in the game, yeah. and he just just went ham and killed the five remaining sequitors out of the unit of like twenty. Um, did ten wounds with all his attacks. Nuts. Yeah. And they missed it. Again, like I've typed it in. I'm like, fuck. I'm building up to this. Like Kurdos, he survives on two wounds. He's gonna get to attack back. He's gonna do this. Blah blah blah. And he gets there. And then watching back on the stream, and I'm thinking in my mind, I've just created all this hype or whatever. Looking back on the stream, you you don't talk about it. And then like, I think you saw it a little bit after. And I was like, oh, and Kurdos has just killed those um those five guys. Ago. It happened a, like a minute prior. And, and Sam's like, oh, yeah, I think we talked about that earlier. I'm like, this guy just one-handed, <laughs> like just killed five sequitors out of a unit of like 20 that were like sitting on an objective and stuff. It was fucking cool. So yeah, we just got to, it's the communication and with more, with, with more information, you, you can, you can provide better content. And that's another facet of that skill is like uh, translating either what you're hearing or what you're seeing in text form yep. to interesting like content. Coming back to the roving reporter as well. So uh, a lot of the, um, there were a bunch of questions in the stream, you know, asking about, um, you know, people's mates and that kind of things like how's, uh, I, we had a lot of questions about Jordan Burgess, for, for example. It's like, oh, how, how's he doing? But how's this person doing um, in their game? So oh, from people in the chat. Yeah, from people in the That's chat cool. because they want to actually, you know, they, they want to see their mates for yeah, sure. They wanna, you know, hear about what, how their mates are doing, um, updates like that. So I think um, another job for the like a roving reporter or something, but you need more manpower, of course. But yep. it's like to be able to go get some updates, um, even just like, oh yeah, it's uh, you know the end of turn two and um, these two players are blah blah blah, you know, stuff like that is super helpful for the people actually listening on the stream. 
Yeah, I'm I'm super keen for Bush Bash or another event, and we, we I want to line up guys on the stream. I want to do the stream properly and have a real absolute crack at it. Yeah, that'll be sick. Yeah, streamy business. What about the actual event itself? Ran ran smoothly from your perspective, Alan? Yeah, look, round one, um, new tournament software took a little bit of getting used to, but um, there were no major teething issues with that in round Big one. Big fan of down under pairings. Yeah, it worked Big really well. Big fan. They, um, it's a good product and it worked really well. Um, and, and the bits that didn't work were issues with how I'd set up the event. And so looking back... Yeah, totally. To it again, totally. And it's just, that's just practice. Yeah. And part of that's because I got them to help me set it up and those guys are mostly a 40k group and so this you know yeah right of, it's the lingo in aos and things like that and just small differences that we didn't pick up on but in hindsight like if i was going to run the event again next week i'd run the same pairing system mm. yeah for slightly, sure just slightly updated a little bit so no yeah really cool and super easy to submit your results and like it's like that was that was the main drag i had or, or i have from other tournaments is like walking up to like and it sounds silly but like actually filling out a piece of paper and handing it in and then someone's got to read that and enter that data and like and it just means that booklet becomes so important you're like shit if i lose that booklet like I'm yeah I'm my results. yeah whereas if you lose your phone that's like whatever <laughs> <laughs> nah it's um it was really good uh, as a TO as well, I could see the results coming in at like as they came in. I could see who wasn't confirming the results with their opponent, so I could go hunt them down. Uh, sports scoring was all done through that. Paint scoring was all done through that. Like I, and so I could just go around with my phone, and it would tell me, okay, you haven't marked the judge marked painting on these two ta- this table. Does and display, and it would tell me where to go, and I'd, I'd fill in the checklist. And because do you, are you as a TO on that system able to access um, player information that the other players can't access? What do you mean? So I was just thinking in terms of you having to run around a room and, and chase people, or like if people, for example, having a KenCon, people just disappear for lunch, and there's yep. no results for like two hours. Um, because if if you get the players to submit their phone number. Yep. But it's not the so it's not public, but yep. so you can see it, and then like the cutoff time goes, and there's two people, so you just call them, and you're like, yeah, "Bro, I think, I think what's can, up?" Yeah, I think <laughs> I think you can do that. Um, I, and I thought about it. I stopped short of getting everyone's phone number because okay. because I knew everyone would be in the, in the same space. Yeah. But um, but as for bigger events and for like for registration purposes, if you have to, if that's one of the mandatory fields, to, is to provide mobile contact details. Everyone's got to find them. Like, yep. And like there were a few times when like someone had vanished and they hadn't confirmed the result and they hadn't put in their victory points or something like that. And I was like, oh, too bad. Those are your victory points. They're not going in. Yeah. Because um, yeah, yeah, yeah. the victory chances, points was only for a small chances one. Chances are that one of the two people like who played the game. There was no game where, where neither player reported it. And yeah, because yeah. Yeah, if you win a game, you're going to be like, I'm going to fucking tell people I won this and that's game. The <laughs> and that's the thing they do in Magic the Gathering. They say the win- it's the winner's responsibility to report. Yes, yeah, yeah. The loser doesn't give a shit. At the end of the day, if if it's not reported, it's the winner's fault. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think think that just running-wise, like considering how cooked everyone was, it's pretty good. It's pretty smooth. Yeah. As a player, I didn't notice any like big like upset. So, it wasn't any real waiting times. Like the round, when the round was up, someone would just yell, round! And everyone would be like, oh, there's a round. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny, right? So, there was a... 
I'd made some updates to the player pack across the you know six months that it was out before the event or the four months that it was out before the event, including updating the timetable. And I just like I thought I'd linked it all up so that if I changed the one document, all the links were pointed to the same place. And there was one but link. But it did not. There was just one link on Facebook somewhere that was pointed somewhere else and then had a different timetable in it. But we got away with it. Oh, oh. At the end of the day, if you're running your event smoothly enough, you can. You know, have a 15 minute gap in the times and the thing was there was stuff to do you could go down to the bar you could drink there were heaps of people to hang out with so it was not it wasn't like you were it was super obvious that the it was delayed and so um just touching on that so one of the things that we did differently um in the player pack was three hour rounds how did, yes. how did that wash up yeah i've got mixed opinions on the three hour rounds so there were definitely there were definitely games that finished because of that last 15 minutes. Bar my, bar my first game, which was just I got wiped by effect, like every single game went down to the last few minutes. Yep. Like three-hour rounds was necessary. Yeah. Absolutely necessary. So did, did any games just not finish? There were still games that didn't finish, and those are the games that aren't going to finish in four and a half hours. They were the games that played two turns in, th- in three hours. That's ridiculous. They're just not going to finish. Like death on death kind of. Yeah, death on death kind of games. People just being too slow. Mm. You know, not knowing rules, just the general malarkey. Yeah. So, and those are the people that... Are we, um, I think we need to... Um, I, I, I know I went around um, in round five with maybe you know 45 minutes to go to you know tell a few people to kind of hurry up. And that's, again, where the manpower comes in. Um, we probably need to be doing that every kind of every game to like you know, keep, keep people moving. Yeah, and that, that a really good communication system was the screens. Like I know, I know there was definitely certain games where like uh, I'd be needing to keep an eye on the screen and just like I, I like even if like this you have like a color system or something where it's like cool green background for the whole time and then an hour out orange like half an hour out red background so that you've yeah. got like these things being like time is ticking yeah it's not the worst idea mm. yeah I, like i was doing so we had a round timer up and on the multimedia displays around the room and i was doing announcements like every half hour or so with the amount of time yeah. Whether you notice that when you're in your it's game. Also, it's also a yes. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was good. I yeah. think it's all like a, adding a personal touch to coming up to a table and being like, come on, guys. Like, certainly, really certainly, as, as it's, and I did that in yeah. a bunch of games, and particularly, you know, you get to know your players and you get to know who's taking a long time. And so I was going up to games which looked like they were going long, and I was going up there with an hour and 45 on the clock. Mm-hmm. Saying, yeah, for sure. At? Where are we at? And I'm like, okay, we need to lift our pace of play. I want four turns absolute minimum, push for five. And so you set that expectation early. Guys, don't relax. Don't play three turns. I want at least four. I'd mm-hmm. rather five. Yeah. So, and I said that to a few players, and I think they did lift their speed. And I think I said it to Jesse in the in the final round, and he's like, "No, everything's about to die." So it's we cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this game's gonna speed up. Watch out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three turns oh. in. We've played two and a half hours, and we're gonna be done in ten minutes. <laughs> it's like I'm hard enough. This is my turn three. Watch. <laughs> I think it's um, it was a good venue for a three hour round as well. So people who finish in forty five minutes or an hour have a bar to go downstairs yeah, so um, we, we good lunch, you know lunch was served downstairs but like it was, um you can go down um it's also very central we had like there's coffee shops and just like everything nearby yeah. so it's, i think the, the the bar in venue but also separate to the gaming hall was yeah. it was actually really cool because like in it, no, no, it only happened to me in in round one but finishing and then like being able to hang out with Liam or like go see other games a little bit but then also not having to just like 
stand around in a tournament hall, which like after an hour and a half, you're kind of like, well, this fucking sucks. Yeah. I just want to play more homies. No, 100%, 100%, 100%. Um, yeah, so you just head downstairs. You're like, hey, dude, do you want a beer? I'm going to get a beer. Let's go. Yeah. So yeah. I think that worked well. I don't know if it would work at other events, potentially like if it's, you know, in a community hall or something, which, you know, just a different vibe. But yeah, I think, and I think that's looking back at what I liked about three hours versus what I didn't. Like, I think it's suitable for some events and it's not suitable for others. If they, mm. if you've got nothing, if you're in a, you know, in a community hall somewhere, you know, if we think like Border Wars probably out there in Albury, there's, yeah, there's no not infrastructure like around it. If you've got a three hour round into an hour lunch, a three hour round into a 45 minute lunch, that's a long time if you finish your first game early. And that was my worry was, was not so much the three hour rounds, but couple that with then the lunch break as mm. well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It makes for a long time. And it was a bit like that on the stream. They finished game one. It's like, hey, we'll be back in an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like that social time because a huge part of events is socializing. And so, I got the chance to, um, even when I finished on time with rounds, either go get a beer or something or like I found myself at several points just like approaching a table in the bar of people that I'd seen playing Warhammer upstairs and just kind of like sat down and was like, Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Danny. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, I think it's and then it's, made friends. It was awesome. It's certainly very important to be social at events. And, like, and, and that's why I wasn't worried about the three-hour rounds for yeah. this event. And I, I would run Lord of War the same with three-hour rounds, but potentially other events I wouldn't. But it was good in that sort of two hours and 20 minutes in when you would normally have sort of 20, 25 minutes. That's probably not enough time to finish that mm. final game round, where a battle round, whereas with that extra 15 minutes, there were definitely games where it was like, we can start and finish this one more battle round that we wouldn't have been able to do. Mm-hmm. Whether that's just a confirmation bias of me kind of being on the spot and seeing those. Well, I'm I mean, sure, but- more, more time is more time. So yeah. like, I you go three and a half rounds, for example, like you're going to, you know, finish those games that wouldn't be finished in three hours. So it's just, yeah. And that's, it's just a, a kind of inherent issue with Age of Sigma is that you, the games aren't designed to finish in a consistent amount of time. You know, there's a lot of games where you'll play and they'll, they'll go between two and two and a half hours except for very rare exceptions whereas Age of Sigma you can have games that are just over turn one straight up or or better part of Valor before models have been deployed exactly (laughs) and so those games last you know 10 minutes 40 minutes and you can have like the games we discussed earlier where in four and a half hours they wouldn't have got finished so Mm -hmm. that's a really hard spot to be in as a TO which games do you cater for true and what you don't want to see particularly at the top of year you've got to think about both ends You've got to think of the the top end of the event, which you want these games going to time because you want the or you want these games getting the finished. Most, the yeah, the most accurate but, results possible. Yeah, yeah. because exactly. you have to, you have to project out the scores, or else you know some armies are just going to you know be better. Yeah, well, I think two forty five, two and a half is kind of like if you're a tournament player. Like I know that I know people that have specifically not taken horde armies or whatever or yes. done things because they know they won't finish their games. And if you're serious about uh, winning and like competing really, really at a really high level, then you need to know that you can finish a game in a certain amount of time. The only the only times that will really stuff up is if, say, round one you draw a first like a first gamer that has no idea what the rules are even, and then you're in a bit of trouble. But but a lot of people make decisions so as to speed up their play. Yeah, which I, which is just part of a tournament. So I think I think catering for a middle line and then the three hour rounds is like. 
just a little bonus for newer players, which actually I think yeah. worked really well for Lord of War because of the amount of people that had like had just ported or like picked up an army from eighth and was, was like, yeah, we had oh. a lot of lot of a few of them, uh, like first people, twenty yeah, people, first, not, well, maybe not first tournament, but second or third tournament, yeah, people, which was really good but to see. A bunch of the eighth edition guys were there, um, like Nick Beatty and Byron and Lee Carina. Um yeah, they, sick, they good. so sick. They, they, they all had really nice armies as well, so it's it really good to have them um, back on the scene. Hopefully, they come to some more events. Yeet. Um, just lastly on that player pack I did want to see what uh, you thought of in the end of Strength of Schedule as the tiebreaker <laughs> that's where we run into the controversy that's of what it. we call stitch up I actually wasn't referring but I mean like but if, we talk about that, if we, have to, if we uh, talk about uh, Strength uh, of Schedule we have to talk about yeah, we have sure. to talk about so the more, results more about it in a general kind of yeah, approach. Look, I like strength of schedule. I think there's no perfect way of mm. working out the... You need more um, games. Right. Sorry? Yeah, you need more games, I think. Yeah, I just we're, think we're, there's no perfect way of working yeah. out a tiebreaker system in Age of Sigma mm. because your kill points aren't related to how you actually win games. Yeah, victory points between scenarios aren't balanced at all. Because, yeah, some scenarios... Are you'll get easy. one or you'll get a million. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't think that works. I don't think um, kill points works. And so, realistically, I, I think strength schedule is the only, you know, really fair option that, mm. that, that works. Um, so I like it's it. It's got its own I issue, like it. but I, I personally like it. You know, people say, well, what, why should it matter how my opponents play? But at the end of the day, if you haven't got great tie-break, like a great tie-breaking system, saying the player who, you know, and they've got to finish on equal result at the end to get to the tiebreaker anyway. And so, for yeah. me, if it's you guys finished on the same amount, which one of you played better players? According to the results of this match. Yeah. The, the, only, like, the only kind of question marks I put on is like if you play someone round one or two um, and, you know, like you just happen to play someone really like who's going to be low down in the rankings, yep. you've got no, like you have no agency over what happens in that game. Like you'll get the win, blah, blah, blah. Um, but there's nothing you can do to change how they're going to play. It's just like the, the draw, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, like that. Just how it is, I guess. Um, or if Unless you started course, drawing tournaments based on previous tournament results, no, but even uh, then, like, but, yeah, well, <laughs> because, because, because rankings is super accurate, <laughs> <laughs> really meaningful. Hang on, isn't no, we have to say that it is accurate because Smorgan's mm. up the top there at the moment. Of course, our boy. Yeah, Smorgan, your boy. Um, but also, like, Ooh. obviously, when people drop <laughs> or stuff like that. Um, but yeah, as you said, no tiebreakers are perfect. I guess. Yeah, I think strength of schedule is the way to do it, but. You know, other people have different opinions. Yeah. And they're wrong. Correct. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Right, that's, that's fighting words. Let's talk about results because we've got to, we've got to kind of... Hang on. Before we do that, let's talk about my games. I played this one, guys. Uh, oh, yeah. Of course. I um, right. And then we can get to results. Um, so, I played a really f- cool, fun tournament called Lord of yeah. War. It was fun. Mm. Oh, Border Wars. I'm not sure, Border really, Wars. honestly. Um, no, so... I had a really good time personally. I liked the venue. The, Her- the Heralds thought it was too hot or too noisy. Yeah, so... Uh, so that, yeah, yeah Adam, Adam and Travis had problems. Yeah, I'm, so I'm not sure. On the venue, I kind of... That was something I was worried about as well. Not so much the heat. I didn't realize the heat. I was I, I was very comfortable. Yeah, I thought it was fine. It was, I was cold, actually. The thing is, Lockie, you spent almost all of your time up the... Um, Mm. Little Lonsdale Street end of the building. Yeah. Yeah. The front of the building. Now, that was the more open area because that's where the TO area was mm. and stuff like that. Now, as you got further towards the back, it got progressively just tighter in with the boards. I think next year we'll probably run a slightly smaller event. We'll probably 60 player cap it. Yeah. Yeah. That was their suggestion as well. Yeah. 
I'd, I'd rather run a better event than a bigger event. Like at the end of the day, CanCon's going to be the biggest. Um, we don't have a venue or the, you know, the player base to, you know, compete with CanCon. And I'm not interested in competing CanCon because... <laughs> yeah, it's a really good either. staple to have. And, and also, and also smaller events are nicer. Yeah. It's really, it's sick to have a one event a year where you're like, you're with everyone that yep. plays Edge of Sigma exactly. in Australia. It's, and you're like, this is fucking huge. Hard, and then you yeah. just play your, your locals and the ones you want to travel for. Like, but yeah, I think so, that's a cool... Well, it's hard because you don't want people to miss out. That's always a consideration. Yeah, you don't want people to miss out. It's not ideal. But, but um, we could have had, what, there were still four tickets available or something? Like, yeah, well, you're that, always going to have lucky, drops in spaces. It was probably, we were probably lucky we didn't because yeah. another four tables there would have made it very, very tight. Like we'd another two, two, yeah. yeah we'd, so still, we'd have crammed them in, but it would have been tough. So, in hindsight, probably drop it to 60, or for, for, for the future, probably drop it to 60 players and just give, I'd rather, like, six people didn't play and the 60 people had a bit more space and a bit more comfort. Yeah, for sure. And it wouldn't take that much. Like, it was just a weird kind of the space in that room. It was just a little bit. And that's just getting to know the venue and the shape of the venue and stuff like that. And that was the first time we set the boards up. So, yeah, next time we'll endeavor to create a bit more space. And it's the things you, like, I kind of, I noticed the space. I didn't notice the heat because I had looked at the space when I'd walked down there doing painting, marking and stuff. But, yeah, we're at the, um, and Fru said it in the chat, it was hot down the back of the room and it was fine up the front of the room. And and that's and we were at the front of the room most of the time. So I yeah, I mean, I just thought I I, got, I get a little bit sweaty, but I always get a little bit yeah. sweaty playing Warhands. I think it's yeah, I think it was just more of a space thing. <laughs> oh yeah, like <laughs> it's hot. It's a it's the perception of it being hot and stuffy when you're crammed into a smaller space. Yeah, sharing that space yeah. between the tables with the person behind you and if there's not that enough space it feels hot it feels yeah also like your your mileage may vary sort of is whatever so yeah that's um i think that was good feedback from uh from the heralds guys um and other than that i thought the venue was absolutely Mm. perfect um it was a little bit of stoked on it yeah yeah mixed feedback about the food a lot of people really liked it a lot of people were just chill singers i think having the 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 same thing two days in a row was like i thought it was really good but i think on you could see on the second day a lot of people went off and bought their own stuff and was like presumably they wanted to try you know melbourne cuisine i think yeah like i'd probably want more food next time so i think there was plenty of food but i was definitely very worried when on that first day when there was this couple of tables pushed together with these plates of food on it and the food looked really nice and it tasted really nice and it was just the food was just surrounded by a bunch of fat ass war gamers mm. and i was just like <laughs> yeah oh my god gonna be- pray for like, that food there was, yeah. was actually enough in the end but it there didn't look it like didn't it looked like <laughs> I was, I was at all as well. <laughs> i was just like oh my god having like, said that i think these people's money and they're not gonna <laughs> get to eat no i i i kind of liked the casual vibe of that as well because i fucking hate lines yeah. I hate standing in lines. Mm-hmm. So if I have to stand in line for my food, I'm just I'm going to get mad about it. I don't even care if it's like bad food or good. It doesn't matter. I'm going to hate it because I stood in a line for like 20 minutes, yeah. wasting my time. No, look, I thought, thought the food was good. Um, I think yeah, if they mix it up on the second day, that would have been better. But and there's heaps of food day too because a bunch of people were like, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think there's going to be enough food. We'll go somewhere else. Which meant there was yeah. 20 percent more. Heaps of singers. <laughs> that was great. Mm. Okay. But drinks. Happy. Oh, so. Good. Just, get, just get, beers and beers and beers. Get tingled. I didn't get tingled at all. I stayed clear of the fruit tingles because fruit tingles are a shit drink. Yeah, I don't. Randy, I love you, but they're a shit drink. I entirely disagree. <laughs> um, we might, so we might work on a like a dwellers below cocktail. Mm, I'm thinking something green and interesting. with hands coming out of it. Yeah, 
Fuck yeah. It'll drag you to the depths. But the fact that they just, it was funny because they offered, like, do you guys want to do like a signature cocktail for the event? I'm like, well, look, this year we'll do the fruit tingle for Randy. And then, yeah, next year we might do a. Um, an, yeah. An we should, good yeah, we should do, see if we get it on special as well because also, like, everyone that lives in Melbourne, if you want to drink cocktails, you're used to paying $18. But but for everyone that doesn't and for cheapskates like me, 18 bucks for a drink. Yeah, so they dropped, the tingles, they dropped the tingles down to 14 bucks. Yeah, that's Just cool. Even, even but even then, like, even then, because oh, I've been a bartender for like, or have had spent like 10 years in hospitality, like, I know exactly what's in it for a tingle yes. and I know it costs them like maybe a dollar to make yeah. if that and so it's just like yeah. fuck your profit margins yeah like profit margins on alcoholic drinks in Australia generally yeah true mm. but um, yeah like this is a premium CBD venue it, got to expect it yeah like the, the bar prices and the bar prices are still better than um, Face Off and Moonstruck which we ran out oh, of the yeah. um, oh, really? Columbus Hotel and they fleeced us big time oh no pretty well, bad it was like 12 dollars for a beer and stuff bull- like that. particularly since the gronks just abuse the shit out of the bar <laughs> oh it's like the bar tab was the bar tab whatever but it yeah. was like and especially the second year i think they upped the prices and stuff mm. and like, <laughs> they, they, knew, they, they, they knew, knew what was coming <laughs> i think this, we managed to a venue that we paid thousands, oh, but it's, thousands it's, it's kind of interesting as well because it's like that if, if you take a couple of dollars off the beers probably more beers get drunk but um uh by people totally you know so totally. like i'm they, sure they, they do make as much sure they do them yeah there's Supply and demand maths is, yeah. is definitely done by venues. Yeah. Like yeah. The optimal pricing point. Yeah. And I'm sure they put a lot more effort into it than you just did there. And <laughs> I'm sure you as a consumer would love to be like, hey, if you discount it by $2, I'll spend more money on the beers. It's like, well, yeah, maybe, but also maybe not. Maybe people drink yeah. to their capacity anyway. Maybe. but Would oh. Randy have bought more tingles if they were $12 instead of $14? Oh, hey, no. Ran- and he bought 50% of the tingles. So Randy's not a good... True. Randy's not a good. Um, Randy in tournament mode, mode is like in another universe. He's got. He's, got he's a, he's a super. Well. Yeah. well, he's a superhuman. Randy in tournament. Like mode I don't even like, like even if I even if I was like money wasn't an issue I wouldn't drink that many fruit tingles mm. in a weekend. I think I'd die. Like do you know how much sugar is yeah, in that motherfucker? Exactly. Oh my so god! It was like not only not only is it like blue curacao, which is very sugary. And then alcohol, which is basically fermented sugar, but then Chicken's also lemonade. lemonade, super sugary, and then grenadine, concentrated sugar. Oh my god! Oh baby, makes me want to go keto and play ninth age. I guess if the beers and everything were a little bit cheaper, then there'd probably be more people like Kakwa on day one at the venue. <laughs> <laughs> now we only need one Kak. So Kak and Randy were on stream for game two and they started off, like they'd had a bunch already, but um, to kick the game off, they had two beers each and two fruit tingles each. I think the um, issue was mostly Kakwa and uh, Byron had a bottle of bourbon mm, oh, and between them before the bar opened. That yeah, that's savage. Yeah, swigging, swigging out of the, uh, the toilets. <laughs> that was interesting. Oh, seriously, moving. I had to help Kakwa move his staff to um to the table to round three because he just couldn't pick up his staff. Yeah, he was a fucking um, mess. Credit to Michael <laughs> Clark who played in round oh, three. No, no he like, he actually had a good both, game. They had a great game apparently. So, oh, yeah, good on yeah. I, I was really worried. Was, I, was, I, was, I was always almost ready to just like apologize to Mike. Like, Sorry, man. Like, he's my mate. He's done. Fuck. I was looking, I was at the point where I was like, do I rig this drawer and put him into one of his mates that can handle him? Oh, jeez. Oh, fuck it. No, it's just, no. But um, no, the venue for, for mine was, was absolutely perfect and having the store Killing where it. we could store stuff. There's still shit in the storeroom. So, yeah, um, right. All those tables? All those tables. I'm working on hopefully hold, keeping them there, but we may need to move them. That's Please keep them there. I don't want to move them again. Um, 
But yeah, so no, venue was great. Venue was great. Anyway, we were talking about. Oh rounds. yeah, my games. Yeah, right. So round one, uh, played Lim Lim Shadowhammer podcast. Is is Shadowhammer made any episodes of Shadowhammer no. in like the last twelve months? No. Oh, okay. But he does do uh, down under Sigma with AOS Coach. Right. Yeah, he did say that that's about as much content creation as he can handle at the moment. So fair. Um, fair. Which is yeah, yeah good on him. He's not on our content creation level. So yeah. Look, there are no, tiers no, of, so, and we're on the godlike yeah. tier. That's us. You know, one episode every six months, fucking sick. So I don't, I don't <laughs> says the guy who's been on like two episodes. Yes. <laughs> In the last 12 months. Content creating expert, Danny Carroll. Yeah, guys, you just wait till I release the Danny Paints cast. You fucking wait. Danny Paints. I thought you were a podcast at one point. Like Danny Paints was like, or a blog at least. Pretty good name. Um, yeah, well, we gotta we gotta see. We gotta see. So I'll, I'll, I don't know. I also thought shit. Danny Paints and Danny AOS. Like Dan AOS was the same person when I first started. So. <laughs> <laughs> you should come Could be. Film, film some hobby. Yeah, that'd be mm. sick. Maybe. Right, game anyway, one. Uh, game one. Yeah, Liam. So I played played his uh, his flesh eater list, not Grusselgore. It was <gasps> Hollow Morn, which apparently is the bad one. I don't really know. What is it? Hollow Morn. Well, do you know what it does? Uh, Hollow Morn makes them real, real, real fast, and oh. they f- oh. that. So he. Like his his big chompies were um, the two dragons and oh one guy and one dragon I think and then uh, a big unit of nine crypt flares crypt flares the flying with, ones? with the fucking wings yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I think so yeah he was, um, I think it one he told me that the threat range of one of his dragons was thirty nine inches plus charges yes which is everything ridiculous. Uh, of everything yeah yeah so it didn't matter where I was or what I was doing he had yeah. flying units to get anywhere they wanted yeah. um, that game I just had a, fu- a bunch of fun against against Liam and uh, who who said it someone said it Doom I think Doom and Darkness said it was like um, the the great thing about Liam is that he can make playing Feck fun and he did yeah, he can, yeah. it was it was heaps of fun like he gets as he it, took your toys off as he, no, <laughs> honestly though because I was expecting well I was I did a little bit better than I was expecting as well I was expecting a, a one maybe two turn game I lasted yeah. till end of turn three that's alright I can't remember at one point and he um, he's like he looked a bit worried because he, I think he charged some of his uh, uh, crypt horrors whatever the um, the, the other flavors, yeah, yeah. You know, the foot ones into your swordsman, which You've had got a three upper roll ones. Yeah, yeah. There were some moments games. that and things it, were a little bit tougher than he expected. Yeah, but also I took my army down so much. Yeah, my old army don't have it anymore. It's not mine. Whatever. Sure. Um, yeah, no. I just had a bunch of fun. I like I play Liam any day. <laughs> what a great time! And then we like hung out after and, and checked out other games and stuff. That was sick. Yeah, uh, but definitely major loss. No, it looked like you might have a bad time. Um, yeah, it was a good time. And then the next game, I was way down the bottom, um, down the back end of the room, playing Mark Lancaster. Yep. Um, Splat Gits player. Mark's in the chat. Listen Mark's in the chat. Be Mark, nice. what up? Nice to see you again. Well, for hang on, see your name in the chat. Um, hey, you guys were down the back of the room. Yeah, we were down the back. Yeah, so um, he, he said it was hot down the back of the room, so I reckon that might have something to do with it. Getting that. sweaty. You were down. Ah, uh, right. Well, it is. Everything is a little bit hotter around me, guys. <laughs> no. Um. Wow. I I'm gonna go and just kill myself. That was awful. I'm not. Uh, content warning? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> um, no, so I played, I played his Gits Army and um, I mean, it was just like, it's one of those games where it was just like, nothing was happening. My army doesn't do a bunch of damage. He has the like, you know, 60 stabbers, 40 stabbers, 40 shooters and like a bunch of spells. I have one wizard um, and then a couple of squeaks and stuff. Knife to the heart. And I was like, there's mm, 140 models around this objective. Uh, and a bunch of wizards, and there's no way I'm really ever going to get there. Try to do a little dancing around and like kind of swing around the side with some of my faster units, but like 
just nothing happens. Um, and then kind of, this is one of those games that went really right down to the wire. Uh, I was I was super rushed actually. I had to, had to smash through my turns. I think Mark had only had, had a couple of games with that army as well. Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong, dude. Oh, you, um, did the, you guys did the right thing. You were like, "Can we get through this turn?" Yeah, yeah and so yeah, I was like Russian, Russian, Russian. But he managed to sneak through with a with a win just right at the end there, um, which is fine. It's cool. I was not expecting to win that one. Was it major? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Knife to the heart. Just just mm. crunched through onto the objective, um, and then. Game three, I played Ryan Chamley, I think is how you pronounce his name. Sounds right. Uh, from Geelong, mates are with the other Geelong boys. Coots. Coots. I've got to say, like, something in the water down there. Those guys are legends. They're, good they're, talking, had, about, they're talking about running a van down Geelong as well. They've got a day. I would, I would, I would, oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. I can't remember what it is, but I think it's just a one day and it's, and it's Yes, and it's on a Saturday, which means I can mm. probably go. We should, we should definitely do this yeah. because I, I had, like, one of those games of Warhammer against Ryan and his Stormcast, which is just like the best fun you mm. can have playing War Dollies. Like neither of us uh, were had any super tuned lists. Um, You're probably well lubricated at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two major losses in. Um, and it was just one of those ones that went like right down to the, to the wire. Um, he, I kind of zoned him out quite well, which is what I can do with, with, um, with the amount of bodies that I've got, and then and then Ryan having you know coming off two losses, like wanted to put the fun back in the the Warhammer, uh, and so dropped his dropped his ten evocators turn one and charged me. <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck, all right, Jesus!" And got a couple of things. Oh, with Gav, yeah, with the plus six to charge, um, and got into an, and chomped up a bit of stuff, not as much as he was hoping, uh, but then because of where he ended up. I managed to just close in on him and, and take them out pretty much in a turn um, with both my general with the sort of judgment on Griffin and then some handgunner shooting and some of that like sneaky end of his charge phase shooting, that sort of thing. Um, and so <laughs> once once that, what, 10 evocators and a couple of characters was kind of chomped, then we were on a kind of an even, even playing field. So it was a really interesting game and it was one of those ones where you're like, you're really working all the angles um and the what was the scenario round three was um burning um, yeah burning yeah. the objective scorched earth scorched earth, yeah. scorched earth and um so there was just like a whole lot of jiggery pokery happening in movement shenanigans so it ended up and he got over to my side of the table and took one of my objectives early uh and there's a few play errors there because he burnt it straight away and he didn't need to. He should have held it and made me come back for it. Um, but he burnt it straight away for three. And I was like, shit, okay, cool. Uh, and then we were just like contesting his back two objectives. And I managed to get both of them over the, over the course of the last two turns. Burnt both of them. for well, Or held them as long as I could. And then in turn five, burnt both of them for one each. <laughs> It's and so, really disappointing when you get to it and you so burn it, you're sad. like, oh, but the thing is, was it really yeah. worth it? But the thing is, it's, it's that thing yeah. of knowing to hold on to the objectives yeah. that gave me two extra points, which is what won me that game because yep. I um, burnt them both for one and then he was seriously threatening um, 
my back left objective, which if he'd taken and even only got one, that would have drawn it. If he'd roll, rolled more than a one on burning it, would have would have won him the game. Mm. And so it just he just couldn't kill four swordsmen with the three up re rolling ones on, on terrain in mystical. So so two up re rolling ones. <laughs> um, no, no, three out there because they wouldn't be the general. But um, on terrain with another six up save yeah. and a, a wizard. So he even if he killed all the swordsmen, the wizard yeah, the wasn't in combat that. with him and he could. there was no way he could pile in around. So it was just those last few bits. But I had a sick game against Ryan. Um, and if they, if you guys are running an advantage along, I'll be there for sure. Yeah, I've just had a look. I couldn't find out when it is, unfortunately. If anyone in the they chat They told knows, me about it. Coots, no. Coots. I've definitely seen a Facebook event. So yeah, I've got a date. I couldn't, I couldn't find it. But um, if anyone in the chat knows when it is, let us know. I'll tell everyone. Yeah. I, so I, I do have a um, apology to make about round three to uh, Mick FO1. So I was kind of... Mick FO1, is that... Doing- Ferrari? Ferrari, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. We'll so I was doing some, doing some rounds um, in r- round three and oh, yeah, Mick this. actually asked me um, how the scenario works. Um, and as, you know, a supporting TO person, I probably should have known. So <laughs> um, I actually told him, um, I mean, yeah, look, uh, I told Mick the rules for uh, better part of Valor. Is that, that's the one where, where you burn them yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're actually playing Scorched Earth. Scorched so, so it's a very similar scenario, but the scoring system does it's work very, very different. different right? Very different. Um, which, uh, I look, I, Mick was playing against Skaven. I think it was Ryan from Games Workshop Melbourne. Yep. Um, yeah. so it, was also, it, was a, it was an interesting, really interesting game, like Skaven on Feck. Um but uh, yeah, I'm not sure it would have changed the result. But what I think I gave Mick was a a um, bum steer no, is what you say. I, gave, <laughs> That's how you I think I gave him a flick of hope, a flicker of hope, and he's like, "Oh yeah, actually, if I do this and this and that, I'll I'll be able to win." But yeah, I don't think right. I actually, ever like I think where when you know how how far he was down at that point, it didn't affect it. Yeah, but okay. I, I still felt so bad for Mick. To, to, to then find tell, out that's not tell, how the story works. To tell him works. the yeah, wrong right. bloody scenario. And um, he took it really well. I bought him a beer and hopefully uh, we all... So that was very awkward. Yeah. Uh, if you're running or helping run an event, uh, no scenarios. But also, if you're a player, just read read the scenarios. <laughs> Don't blame Mick for this. Oh, my God. I've got a public apology to make. Mick, you fu- read the rules, you idiot. Jeez. Maybe if you're a TO, read, read the player pack. <laughs> um so yeah, so finish finish day one on uh, two major losses and one major win, um, and with my with my overarching goal of, of trying to do the best I've ever done with this army, uh, and go three two. I had two games to win on, on day two, which was which was the pressure spot. Um, and so day two. Oh, if you don't know, I'm playing free guild guys. It's a terrible list. Look it up on the event. <laughs> it's, Have you not it's, even spoken about it's it? The, no, I haven't. It's the battalion. It's just a bit of one of everything, basically. And the general and griffin with the sort of judgment. Uh, that's that's what the list is, what it yeah. does. Plus one to hit across across everything and some out of phase shooting for the mm. for the handgunners. Um and then day two rolls around. And oh I was gutted because my, my miso was horribly, horribly ill on the oh, Saturday yeah, night. And so I, I did not having like having time. plans to take everyone to revolver upstairs and not go home at all. You were the first person to <laughs> I was literally the first person to leave, unfortunately. But um she survived. So That's good. Everything's good. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, sure we'd see you the next day, but uh, well, there, there you were. It's pretty yeah, it's pretty brutal. She was in a in a bad way. But um me, a few other me, people me in too. a bad way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so was Ollie. Lockie and Ollie. Yeah, she was probably in better shape than you by the morning of Sunday, <laughs> to be honest. 
we'll get there. Um, yeah, so so rocked up on on round four to play your boy from eight, Lee. Mm. Lee Karana. Uh, Karana, yeah. Karuna? He's good, good. Another fucking good legend. Lovely mm. army. Lord, beautiful oh, and army. Then, yeah, so he's, he's running Nurgle and stunningly painted. So sick. Like, nice it's work on that one, bro. Um, and and had another absolute ripper of a game. I, and which I just didn't expect to because obviously Nurgle manure army. So they've mm. got a book. They've got lots of magic and shit like that. Yeah. They're sol- was, solid army. Like, super solid. Yeah. You yeah. Can do, you can do well with them. Um, and so I just... I just I managed to sneak the major win, but but by the skin of my teeth and by being a sneaky little fucker, basically. Mm. Um, it's the best way to win again. Yeah, well, exactly. It's so satisfying. So we had a really ripper of a game, another one that went down to the wire. Um, and the scenario in that was the four objectives. What was it? What was it called? Blood and glory. Blood and glory. And if you all hold all four, you yes, win. you got to hold all four, and then win. If you hold all four at the end of the turn from turn two onwards or turn three onwards you yes win. yes that's right or at and any point from turn three onwards yeah and so um yeah so he just sat he had you know the 30 plague bearers who just sat right on an objective and put him there and i was like cool well i'm not touching that objective uh and then and i just ignored it and then the other side um just had 10 10 plague bearers on there mm. um and then rodigus and the glotkin a uh, bunch of drones and some black kings, um, and by a consistent a consistent note from all of my games is that people underestimate free guild swordsmen. They're really they're a really tanky unit, yep. um, particularly in some terrain. <laughs> particularly in some terrain, yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the do- the general there giving them indomitable, um, even if they well, particularly Wait. if they're not in terrain, they um, that's like staunch defender. It gives you a plus one to save if you don't charge. Right. Um, so, so what if they're on a mystical hill that's 23 inches big? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll get to that next game. Um, oh but yeah, so, so the, the, I, I'm explaining my, my stand and shoot kind of overwatch abilities there to, uh, to Lee. Um, and yeah, he said he hadn't played that many games um, of AOS with that army, I think. Uh, and so he's just like, oh, we'll see what happens. Charged all his um, drones in. Fucking YOLO. And didn't do nearly as much as he thought he, he would and, and they got locked up in combat there for a long time um, and I was obviously shooting them at the end of his charge phase every every turn um, pumping away whittling them down um, and the Black Kings came over to threaten that objective as well from the side kind of wiped out most of my outriders I retreated some pistoliers around over at his back objective there with only only with the 10 um, play bearers and my <laughs> My demigurus started on the right-hand side, right-hand back corner of the board. <laughs> and over the course of the game, just ran in a diagonal line all the way across to his other like diagonal objective. And so what ended up happening was um, I was going second mm. in, uh, in the round. So I was going at the end of the turn. Yep. And I just saw my chance. So the turn pre- previously, I'd lured out his... I'd popped... Uh, four pistoliers. I baited him. Baited him hard. Sorry, yeah. Lee. Um, put four pistoliers over there to shoot at his blood, his ten plague bearers on the objective, and he took the bait, charged off the objective oh. into the pistoliers. They did an amazing job of not dying for like two turns, I think. So four shit. rounds of combat. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. With it's a good result. Well, play, plague bearers aren't. And they don't. They're not smashing that hard. Yeah. And I was, I was, all the big stuff was fighting in the middle. I charge a general into hold all that stuff up. 
um, and this, the infantry there were doing work, tagging things, mm. um, giving each other plus one to hits. He didn't focus the Azuros down, so everything was re-rolling ones to hit yeah, in that area. It's a huge, huge, huge thing, which which people don't target as nearly as much as they should. Maybe if it looked like an Azuros. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a lantern and wings. Come what, on, mo- what model is that? It's, it's, it's gyrocopter. No, it's the Knight Azurocopter. I've written Azurocopter on the thing. It says Azurocopter on it. I explain it to everyone. Morgan opponent. would be proud. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, and so, and so, the way I snuck this, because um, uh, I had a bunch of infantry sitting on the other side on my objective here as well. And so, the way I snuck this one was once he'd moved off that objective. I had dealt with his plague things, um, his his drones on this side, on his back back right objective. Um, he's just had thirty plague bearers just mm. sitting there, and I had my archers there all game, taking one or two of them off, like nothing, really nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, right, it's all or nothing right now. So moved up all of my uh, infantry uh, off my objective in the back, in the back corner, all on twenty five mil bases plus some like some great swords. Yep. And the archers moved them all up, ready to charge. Charged them all into combat with his thirty plague bearers. But because it on twenty fives, they still all got within range of the objective. Yep. Um, and then because he he was just plonked on it, he didn't zone it or anything. Right. So and then, what, what, what's the interaction with the twenty fives? He just fits. So, so I just fit them all space. Oh. I fit, and, and they all could charge only because they're on twenty fives. Because I yeah. could leave a half inch gap for the back unit. And pile stuff in around doing shenanigans yeah. like that. Um, and then the the demigriffs just ran on to the objective that he'd moved his 10 black bearers off. After they've come from the other yeah, side the of the board. Literally <laughs> on the diagonal done, of the board. Done a big sneak around. And they didn't yeah. play the fight at like all game. And I was like, I think... Are demigriffs any good? Not, not really. Like no. <laughs> we'll get to this next game. So usually they're not very good at all. Usually yeah. they're rubbish, like straight rubbish. Sure. They four wounds each. They hang around a bit with a four up save, but um, they have two damage on the charge and hitting on like threes and wounding on. Uh, so it sounds hitting like on fours, wounding six, on threes. Six average. Very average. Like, and the demigriffs have like a on a six to wound. You do d three damage instead of mm. um, instead of one mm-hmm. at one range. Like they're not great. Um, but yeah, so I just snuck onto the, all of the objectives, and I was like, "Dude, I think I, I think I win." And I, I was just saying, what, "What turn was that?" Uh, four. Yeah. End of turn four. Okay. Yeah, because I, I wasn't gonna last another another turn for sure. Mm. Um, and I was super sneaky because he was he was taking me apart. Like the, the, all my stuff had died. The, the games was, where you find a way to win, even if it is your opponent just moving off an objective. The games where you find a way to win, like. The ones that feel the best, yeah. Under the well, well, I mean, if even if he hadn't moved off, it still only would have been 10 plague bearers, and I think three demis could have taken enough of them, um, over two turns. It would have just been much dicier, but that's yeah. two turns, and then there'll be another turn of him coming and killing yes. some of your stuff, right? and so I probably would have lost my back objective there, mm. and like, and then he could have got around because he has fast moving stuff, you, he's got running like charge. In that, in that scenario, do you get a major at the end? Um, like, can you only get a major by holding all four? Or does it become a minor? Yes. It's a major if you hold all four. Um, and then a minor if you only hold three at the end of the game. Or something, yes. Or two yes. Or if you hold more objectives at the end of the game, it's a minor. Yeah. Anyway, so that was a ripper of a game. I'm, I'm going to play Lee again um, for sure because he just lives like just up north. Okay. In, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those games where we were like, afterwards we were like, he was like, do you want to play again? And I was like, fuck yeah, I want to play again. Yeah. Let's have another game. So it'll be, it'll be sick to have more games in, in Melbourne. But I'm at the moment, I'm just like, so busy. 
So we will get that game in, dude, for sure. Thursday night, I'm going to hit up um, Model Citizens out at House 4. I can't do this. Be there. Um, Be so, there. two and two, guys. What do you have mushroom farming to do? <laughs> mushroom farming? We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> um, so, two and two and at the end of round four. It's going, going big. Going mm. big or going home. And then I was like... I could have, so I had the exact same strength of schedule going to round five. I had the exact same strength strength of schedule as like a few other people and the exact same win loss. So I could have been matched with a bunch of people, one of whom was Randy. And I, Randy, Randy, I love you, but I didn't want to play you because I knew how much of an auto win that would be for you. So I was like waiting with bated breath. And then I saw it wasn't Randy and I was like, yes. And then it was Mick F01 oh with his flesh eater calls. And I was like, It's a very attractive fuck. table. Today, He's, I was going to say, him and Raph game one. Mm. Like, <laughs> so my fiance came along and uh, was very kind. Said she'd come along and take photos of nerds all day. The nerds being Raph and Nick. Yeah, right? so Mick, she, right? she, ended up, you know, she ended up getting the deal from all the nerds, presumably. Um, <laughs> and, and had to go home. No, she was quite sick. But... Um, she took a bunch of photos game one and we put them up on the website. So all the photos are in the gallery on the website um, from throughout the weekend. Um, and I've trawled Twitter and, and taken tw- uh, photos off that as well. So there's a really good collection, heaps of photos. But um, there was quite a lot of photos of Mick and, and Raph. <laughs> Just so like, goddamn really, attractive. Can you really blame yeah. Here's 15 close-ups of Raph. <laughs> every angle. Here's, Ra- here's Raph flexing. Oh, like, <laughs> that, that was love it, but like, love it. I was just like, okay, I can appreciate a bit of Raph in my life. My favorite was when mm. Raph comes onto like the stream. And my the favorite end. is when Raph comes as well. Mm. And uh, we just, everyone just kind fun. of because Sam had like kind of gone. He cheated. He full on cheated in one of his games, and the stream we're not having it. And Ooh. the stream <laughs> they, they called him out. Everyone's like, cheat! You cheat! He walked, he walked like past Raph. the background, and everyone in the stream's like, ah, oh, that cheat! That cheat! <laughs> Shame. Savage. No, he gets away with it though. He's real pretty. So Mick F O one. Yeah, round yeah. Five. Me, round five against Flesh Eater Courts with free peoples. Uh, like mm. it was just like, oh my lordy. Um, mm. but, but basically, that's the end of your event. There right? was there was a twenty like twenty plus inch diameter hill in the middle <laughs> that was mystical, <laughs> and I was like, and, and we were playing uh, the um, fuck, what's the name of it? Board or board? No, not board was um was no, focal, focal points. points. Focal points with the five objectives, two in the middle, and then if you hold, it's got to be the best three. scenario. It's the, really interesting, in the thing, it? but also it is a bit of a push it forward scenario because yeah, I don't know if can, I'd say it's the best one. I really if you can hold yeah, your you can you can play it really interestingly, but if you can hold your like one wing, your back one, and the middle, yeah, I think there's lots of flexibility to it, and there's different ways to play um, it because you can see you can deep strike and try and take it back yeah, on and yeah. Um, so I went into it and I was like, I can't really compete against anything in that army. It's mm. all just going to chop me apart. Um, and it, he's got summoning. Yeah. Like I have none of that shit. He's got really strong magic. I have none of that shit. Like, yeah, let's just see. Mm. Let's just see. And so my plan going in, <laughs> this is my plan. This is how grim it gets when you play free people's guys. I was like, okay, I have less drops than him because I have a battalion. I you know, just out drop him. If I take first turn, move everything up onto the objective and, and on this diagonal, and just hold, and and then take that one on the on the first turn as well. Take the side objective with like a fast unit, sacrifice that fast unit, and then just hold that. 
Then the plan is win every single priority roll for the rest of the game so he never double turns me. What could possibly go wrong? And I might have a chance. Uh, And that was my game plan. (laughs) And so... That is very AOS. Yeah, so I I did exactly that. Pushed everything up um, onto and, and, and took first turn. Put all of my swordsmen onto this massive mystical hill in the middle, giving them a fuck off stupid save with the bonuses coming from everywhere. Uh, and then they also, I also have a spell. My, uh, my wizard, the only wizard and the only spell I have is la, la, not life, life Surge. It gives me a, uh, it heals D3 wounds on a model and gives yep. it a six plus damage prevention roll. Sure. Um, okay. So I had, see where this is going. I had twenty swordsmen on mystical with two six pluses. Nice. Um, right, was it a, sorry, is that a two up armor save as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it re-rolling ones? Re-rolling ones from the war scroll. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff in feck, like and I'm the not... double six up. So even if you yeah. roll some sixes and hit those more, yeah. it's like, yeah, well, I'm still saving a decent yeah. chunk, chunk of them. Mm, and a lot of stuff in feck, like not the dragons and stuff. But does do they they have a lot of attacks like the ghouls and stuff, but they don't have like rend. Rend. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Um so like you're just never getting getting damage yeah. through. <laughs> yeah. So pushed up onto there and then his turn one, he charged me mm. with his whole army. Mm. And he killed two swordsmen. <laughs> In the middle, in the middle, he killed two swords. Um, But what he also did with his crypt flares was put his buffs on them for the speed and sent them from his board edge to my board edge. Yeah, they'll do that. Yeah, to charge my general. And and this is where some more real heavy luck came in on my half. They did some serious chopping, but left my general on one wound. So he survived a turn. Um, What's your your uh, general's leadership? Uh, seven, I think, seven Ooh, or eight. So the flyers can really do some mortals there. Yeah. Um, if he rolls well. Yeah. Um, and luckily he rolled like no no sixes on his his um terrorgeist. Do mm, it. So that, no mortals came into my um, that helps <laughs> swordsman. Yeah, yeah. He rolled rolled awfully, and then I won the priority for that. Well, this is the theme. I win the priority. Um, so managed to decimate his his unit of flayers. So the general did a bunch. He doesn't do that much because they're not heroes yep. or monsters so the yep. sword does nothing. But the demigriffs were right next to him, charged in and did nine wounds to this fucking... I was just like, what is going on? I just, with the, with the demigriffs themselves, mm. rolled all sixes for... Or rolled enough sixes to get the D3 damages and then rolled enough sixes, like fives and sixes to do nine damage from just the demis. I was Take like, wow. what Take is... Off. Take it off! Yeah. Yes, bro. Um, yeah, so so cut them right down to almost a negligible unit. Um, I managed to, and then and then he, my pistoliers took care of ten ghouls quite easily on the other side. So I held on to that objective for another turn, um, and then nothing was shifting in the middle, and he kind of committed everything to the middle. And there was more mystical over that side for some for, over the other side so for some other swordsmen to like just hang out. Um, so that was a, that was a locky table then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so his next turn and and here in the combat in the middle, he rolled a couple of sixes for um, mortals. Uh, I rolled none for the saves. Mm. I took 12 swordsmen off and he goes, oh, that seems to work. Yeah. I'll spend a command point and do that again. <laughs> Takes off the unit. <laughs> I was like, okay. So they lasted one turn. Good. Um, it's probably one more turn. Than, yeah, <laughs> than yeah, exactly, exactly. But because of the nature it. of it, 
Um, I had managed to hold on to this objective with very few models. That one was staying put and in the middle he'd just committed, like I'd taken out his damage dealing flares at the back by that turn. They killed my general, but that was fine. And then he charged, once he'd wiped out the swordsman, decided to charge over. Oh no, once he wiped out the swordsman, yeah, obviously. So I won priority again. Um, And uh, 10 greatswords just killed his... Um, outright killed his uh, zombie dragon. No, what? yeah, because like, because uh, everything's was in was the middle, right? So, uh, very few wounds have come onto it. Yeah, okay. there'd been some shooting assistance. Um, How does that work? Because 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 everything's in the middle, right? So all of my synergies are all there, and I don't have to try for them. So I have ten great swords that gives them twenty one attacks. Uh, they'll be hitting on so with the plus one to hit from the free guild general that's nearby. And then plus one to hit from the um, battalion. And then re-rolling ones from the Azuras. I've got 21 attacks, hitting on twos, re-rolling ones. Wounding on threes with Rend two. Rend, sorry, with Rend one. And it just chopped him just up. Just damage one? Just damage one. Yeah, yeah. But just chopped him up. Plus plus a bit of, of hot lead from the handgunners. So, so was he not Gristlegore? He didn't... No, he wasn't Gristlegore. Mm. Wait. Like, no. No, no, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is the only Bad reason I got mistake. away with that. Yeah. Um, but then, but then they did work again because the other his zombie dragon flew over, and then mm. they tried to try and take out the demigurus, I believe, and take my back objective. Didn't work out for him. They charged over there, chopped him up again, so killed both of them. His summoning came in from this side of the board, uh, so from my left hand side. And started threatening that objective. But by then, he had too few models and too few areas, and I was able to just sit on all of the objectives for mm. I think two turns. Mm. And I like even made a really stupid mistake of not retreating some outriders out of combat from his arch region. So it was just every single dice roll went my way, and he had some horrible luck. Mm. Um, made a couple of mistakes, but also he he also told me that he had he bought one model for that army. Yeah, so yeah, he's just rocking his, his old army rebased. And bought the arch region, so it wasn't like, yeah, tuned to the to the nines or anything. We're taking advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you have a scenario, a, a scenario piece? Yes, two models. two two models. Did he have? A so he's a liar. Mick, did you have a scenario piece? Maybe I'm a liar. I just like who knows. Anyway, so what you're saying is you've spent ten minutes telling us that and you just won by I, dice. I, I yeah, I won against flesh eater quads. You rolled five <sighs> priorities in a row. Yeah, cool. yeah, but this is this is it's a fucking dice game. I'm Easy taking game. that win. Easy Fuck game. yes, I had a plan. My plan worked. Savage, mm. um, but also had a sick game. So I had an absolute killer of a game against Mick, and and also was kind of got lost in his eyes a few times. Mm. And then and then oh, oh, he's like I was like oh you know like coming out for like bevos and stuff, and he's like oh I, or I said something along the lines of like, like partying, and he was like oh no I've got you know I've got a young family so just mm. going to be a good dad. I was like, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Both amazing and heartbreaking. Yes, time. yeah, it was incredible. So, yeah, rocked rocked the, the tournament on three wins and two losses with nice. three people battalion. Happy days. Well Fucking sick. Bit of a submarine, but uh, you got the... The submarine. Lost the first two, won the next three. It was great. Like, um, been up on all the scrubs. Yeah, so sent them off, sent them off in good style and quite literally sent them off to mm. the um, lovely buyer of, of that pretty, pretty army. Mm. Very nice. And they're gone. All right. Well, let's briefly talk about Friday night, uh, Saturday night. Saturday night. 
Uh, let's not go into too Ooh. much detail. Uh, just have okay. a look at just have a look at Randy's so, uh, Twitter yeah. profile. So food at the menu, pizzas were fucking nice. Mm. Uh, Liars dice. Mm. That was a bit big turnout for Liars. Who won Liars dice? Um, I can't remember. I think you and I, I were was, knocked out first. I was knocked out pretty early. Mm. Um, so I was wedged between credit to Liam for how mm. Shadowhammer did actually did pretty well in his first uh, his Liars dice um, debut. Yeah, mm. he was, I was he next to him well. and he was a shark. Yeah, just, shark. Like, he called, you know, he, yeah, he just called me on everything. I'm pretty uh, sure you stitched me up a whole bunch and mm. so that's basically how I lost. Lies, um, is like savage. there's a lot of collusion that kind of needs yeah. to play part. Yeah. So it's like if you protect the person Oh, that whole, that whole opposite then, side of the table yeah. to us was just was like, like one, one, straight two line. ones, three, uh, uh, one, uh, one. Yeah, one, right. Our side of the table is like everything is like, call it, call it, call it. It's like, fuck, It's like, oh. And if you know you're at the end of the line of your friends, you can just ramp it up. It's a team game, guys. It's a team game. Mm. So, um, <laughs> but we're getting deeper into like the, the tactics of Liars Dice now that we play it more often. That's <laughs> really good. It's a lot of met- metagaming. Lot so, of yeah, um, Josh Crouch won Liars Dice. Mm. Well done, Josh. He's a defending champion for next year. Then we hit up Lion Bar for a little bit. And mm-hmm. highlight of Lion Bar was we managed to get Smorgan onto the dance floor. Did we? Yeah. Ooh. Where's the video evidence of this? On my phone. Oh boy! I need this. <laughs> I need it in my life, please, Nick. Please. There was a, a few people um, came back to Light Lions Bar, didn't they? So like they'd gone off, done their own thing, and kind of yeah, correct. So that was the staging point for the karaoke. Mm. So the karaoke was at eleven. Um, so yeah, we met up at Lion Bar. Smog was on the dance floor at about quarter to eleven for about thirty seconds, and we suddenly had hope that yes. he was actually going to kick on, and then he just immediately just vanished. Just disappeared. Yeah. Everyone's like, suddenly like, where's he gone? Like, what Smorgan. happened to Smorgan? I'm like, that's very it's just mid sentence. We'll just walk and everyone's out. like, oh, fucking Smorgan <laughs> parking again. I'm like, mate, he got we got him on the damn dance floor, which we haven't done for a long mm. time. And he was true to form, just boop boop. <laughs> <laughs> and um. So yeah, dance floor with the the hammer pros then karaoke. The karaoke was really bad. Like, yeah, that was one I, thing I was probably stoked to not be at. Look, I had a good time. I had a good time. I, had an I just saw a video of you just Levine. just lying in Peter Atkinson's lap as he like he just like so Peter Ak- sweatily looked like a like so Russian Peter- mob boss with his prostitute. Just like mm, lucky, yes, very nice. Lay in my lap. It's very good. I pay you lots of money. He was very comforting when I passed out in the, in the karaoke room. Yeah, so we um, karaoke was mad fun. Um, it was a mess. But initially, when we went in there, the mics were turned out up super loud, and the feedback was insane. I was like, oh my god, if this is all like this, I'm just leaving. <laughs> Yeah, um, but no, that was good. Uh, the song selection was fucking awful. There was no Iron Maiden at all, uh, which was a very, a very disappointing. Um, and then, so we left there at about one one thirty, I think, and um, it was stripper o'clock, I think, <laughs> for for a few hours. Um, Boy, I, see, I was just, I was if, if fast, just fast to get out of there. Lockie got bundled into a cab. I was walking home, and then yeah, someone's like tra- like ran me down, basically like, kidnapped you. <laughs> Get in the cab. We're going to the strippers. Like, oh no! <laughs> it's, I, I, it's you ended up in the cab too. I, I was in the cab. I go. I walked into the stripper, like into like the whatever it is, like the reception, and I'm like, oh, uh, I gotta make a phone call. <laughs> I, just, I didn't make a phone call. I just like obviously fucking, fucking left. <laughs> There's like a specific section oh. of the AOS like players <laughs> player base that just loves strippers, and I, you're like you're at the head of that. 
by the way. No, I don't. I, I think Randy's at the head of it. <laughs> Definitely Randy. But he's also, also the, at the tail of it. The Bendigo. The Bendigo <laughs> it is Randy. Okay, Bendigo all right. Boys. Yes, it's Randy. But all the Bendigo boys were down at, at the, a different street. The other end. I saw Dalton at two a.m. walking up the opposite way. I'm like, oh, hey man. He's like, hey man. I'm like, they're at the strip. And they're like, oh, just being from the strip. It's just like, fuck. <laughs> so we left there at fucking about, Morgan. Oh, I left there at about five thirty, as uh, just as um, Randy was queuing up for a bit more action, and. Um, I walked home and I was sleeping at Randy's hotel. I had no idea. I knew which hotel it was. I had no idea which room I was in at this point. And he had given me the key card and I'd thrown out the like the envelope that comes in with the, the room number on it. Oh, no. And so I just like, I'm like, I walked up to the lift. Uh, the lift and I'm like, all right, well, it's probably one of those lifts where you have to scan your card and it only lets you go to the floor. So you press all like, the buttons? No, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm roughly, I think I'll be floor 10. So I scanned the thing and hit 10. I'm like, oh, that worked. So I must be on floor 10. And I tried everyone on floor 10. Nah. Yep. Tried everyone on floor 11. Nah. Eventually, I just went down to um, reception. You, reception. You also provided also, a running commentary. I was also this. like <laughs> fucking voice recording things and sending them to Joe Pagano. Going, Joe Pagano, help oh, me. No. Help me, Joe. Like, I've just gone into this door <laughs> and it didn't work. Now I'm going to the help next me. door. Like, what save the fuck? What am I save me, to? Joe Pagano. Yeah, I saw all those audio clips and I was like, I could listen to them. <laughs> yeah, Randy then posted them in the main group chat. I'm like, yeah, thanks, Randy. Yeah, You're yeah. a pro. Uh, eventually, uh, I went up to reception and I was like, help me, Joe Pagano. <laughs> and they told me which room I was allegedly staying in. And um, and Joe Pagano helped you. He did. And then, um, so I slept for two hours and then got up and had to TO the event. <laughs> so, See, if you... Uh, look, if I'd have just been available and I didn't have other commitments, we could have all just gone to a revolver like so happy we, little boys. I wouldn't have had to sleep. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, have had to sleep at all. Turns out I would not have made it to Revolver. No, he was yeah, fucking down. But everyone had an awesome time. Uh, credit to the Sydney boys, uh, Jordan and uh, Liam. Mm. You'll notice not credit to Nathan who piked early, mm. almost as early as Smorgan. In fact, earlier than Smorgan. Did he? Yeah. Nathan. Was he yeah. on three wins? Nathan, no, you piker. He wasn't even. Mm. So not even on three wins. Shout out to Aaron, Just, Aaron Graham. He had a good uh, good go. Aaron Graham um, had a good go. Like everyone had a good Legrand, go. Legrand had a good go. Oh God, um, he did indeed. We're not going there. A very good go. <laughs> Had to go at something. Shout out to Nick Legrand. Shout out to Nick. Thanks, Nick. Uh, well done, Nick. You're a stand, yeah, good stand up, stand up bloke, mate. He just got engaged. He just got engaged on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, shout out. He has low morals. Um, all right, so let's talk. <laughs> I love, I love that. I love, I love that. Look, he's like, he just got engaged, and, <laughs> and you go, he has low morals. All right, so I think his fiance is probably a lovely lady. Yeah, I'm sure she is. She's he's also, not a lovely she, lady. She, <laughs> she also could be doing better. <laughs> yeah, punching down or yeah. up. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's talk results because we've covered most stuff. Um, we do have to talk about the, the there was a snafu with the results, unfortunately, which was uh, not entirely my fault, but vast majority was mostly my your fault. fault. Um, so yeah, there was an issue with just the unfamiliarity with how the pairing system worked, and we fucked up the strength of schedule calculations for. Uh, a couple of players. Well, they, they just weren't like um, submitted, right? The round just wasn't finalized. So what happened was like I didn't finalize the round, but also because of something like that was happening in the background of the application with the way like I had it set up, I semi-finalized the round. So I finalized, I like I updated the scores. So yep. the strength of schedule essentially uh, gets um, counted at the end of the, the round. Yep. 
and unless you hit a thing where you can uh, refresh the results, yeah, uh, which locks in all the scores so far and stuff like that. And so I've oh, done, I I've done that because I've been playing around with the sports scoring, yep. uh, the the favorite player votes that were coming in, and I'd I'd hit this um, relock scores or whatever. And so what it did is it locked in the strength of schedule halfway through round five. Five. Yes. Now at this point, some players had finished and some players hadn't. Yeah, so, so, that, so not everyone's strength of schedule was accurate at that point correct. in the software. And so what yeah, that right. essentially meant was that Jesse, um, Jesse Perkins's strength of schedule was higher because he had uh, put... Already finished his game, put the game. results in. Correct. But the other players so had he, not. Yes. He, got a, he got a boost over Andreas, who was in second place. And also Ty Swan got a boost over Mark Hanna. So unfortunately, it did result in changes to the podium, which is isn't kind of every TO's nightmare. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, you, you corrected as soon as you found out. Yeah, like we, we were. Out, it was literally an hour later or something, and yeah, we were we having started, a beer, and then we're like, "Oh, hang on." Yeah, we oh. started noticing it an hour later, and it was weird. Like, it didn't show up straight away and stuff like that. So, what happened was it didn't show up until later on when I hit finalize later on. Yeah, when I was yeah, yeah. To post the results and stuff like that, and I noticed. And um, credit to all the players involved um, who took it really well, particularly Jesse and Ty. They were like, "Yeah, no, don't sweat it. All good." Easy as. Um, so, yeah, um, credit to those guys. Uh, we're getting a trophy to... Oh, no, a trophy, a, a medal to send to Andreas. Um, so oh, sick. We're going to hook him up and, we're, and, um, and Mark's getting a bit of dweller swag as well. So, just to... Yeah, lit. But um, mm. the good thing was, like, the, the prize, the actual prizes other than the trophies were the same for the podium guys. Oh, huge. Uh, yeah, anyway. sweet. So, yeah. Um, so, that was not ideal, but we'll go through the results. Um, yeah, and, like, um, yeah, so who this is interesting. So, what... Um, was there... Any any other results affected by that at all? Or there uh, there was probably a couple of tiebreaker things lower down that was like yeah. So it's just the general shit first. And I did second, make sure that the overall. I did make sure that the overall award was not affected. Yeah. Okay. I that's did double cool. check that. And that's the one that you won, mm. so you can be yeah, happy with that. Just wondering about some of the other awards. Okay. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Anyway, no, no, no. Let's, anyway, change, let's just let's just move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, you know, for example, like, no, 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 no. I definitely think, <laughs> I definitely think we made a mistake with the judge's choice best mate. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck that guy. What a yeah. piece of shit. So, let's talk about <laughs> the results. So, we had a bunch of different prizes um, for this event. We wanted to reward kind of lots of lots of different people. And for the most part, that worked. We ended up just rewarding that guy a bunch. Because um, <laughs> he's our mate. Yeah. yeah, I just, I just, um, the reason I'm poor and I've been complaining about being poor is that I've just paid Nick so much to exactly. give me a bunch of prizes. So we so. had a couple of fun awards. We had like, so AS Shorts picked his favorite army list, which was Joel McGrath's um, funny gun line. His um, <laughs> great water fastness. <laughs> his meta that chasing. Best, it also came up, that, that army came up really nicely as yeah. well, actually. Best, like, con- best well, content, with the contrast yeah, yeah. Best content creator was Randy for um, a lot of smack talk with Joel, mostly pictures of just fruit tingles um, and lots of pictures so of So many, yeah. Yeah. Lord of the Night went to Randy because he was the most baller individual. Um, probably and also, place. I think he oh, had a t-shirt, one of these t-shirts, with, as you can see, like the white there, like the white pattern on it, which was um, <laughs> by the end of Saturday night, bronze, definitely bronze. <laughs> so much bronzer. And then his <laughs> wife, like his wife, cleans that. Like she's the best. She she enables him so much. Oh my god. <laughs> um, well, I mean, but if if his lifestyle is as we suspect, he is like. A, like a holy being for like you know twelve months of the year, and then there's a couple of weekends where it gets loose. Yeah. Sick. 
Honorable mention for Lord of the Night to um, Jordan Burgess, who I don't oh think, really? None of us really knew him. Um, I certainly. Yeah, this is the first time I met Jordan. Yeah, I had. Yeah, I, it was the first time I met him, rad. and he was he was on it on Friday night, and he was on it on Saturday night, and he didn't mm. really any. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, right on the karaoke yeah, played, too. Yeah, he was. Now Jordan's a good guy. I played him at Border Wars, and I was very hungover for our game, so I kind of had to, you know, apologise to him. He was fine, yeah, of course. But like, <laughs> I was like, sorry, doing. man. Like, the game was like, do you know, he knows what he's doing on the tabletop as well. He is. He's, he's, he's a good he, player. I think he played. He used to play forty k. So he's, uh, but and but he's playing some really good players up in Sydney. And um, his yeah, army looks great. Mm, yeah, like that Nurgle is. Oh, mm. Like he's in he's in Lee's. He really threw so me good. because I was walking around doing the painting marking, and he's like, "Oh, do you reckon I'm going to get full, like make the cap for the painting?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I think you will." And so in my head, I'm like, "Oh, this army's nothing." And then I'm looking at it, I'm like, "This army's fucking amazing." Why is he asking me that it's question? Really, it was really, yeah. really well painted. I think um, so. Yeah, we did the t- top ten for the for you know do the, the displays, but I think there were a couple there that could have like his his one one of them. That I thought his was in could have easily been, sure. in, you know. But there's so many stick um, armies hard, there. It's hard to get. It's hard to get the ten. And we'll, we'll get to the, the players' choice and stuff like that. But dishonorable mentions for Lord of the Night mm. went to uh, Nathan Princey, um, and you mean Jordan Burgess? Oli AOS. No, no dishonorable. dishonorable. Oh, dishonorable. Dishonorable mentions. Oh, and Oli AOS. What happened to Oli? Oli AOS. Uh, well, Is he even Oli AOS? He didn't rock up day two. So disqualification. Mm. Savage. Mm, Most medium player, middle of the overall rankings was Pat Nevin. Oh, it's quick quick correction. Uh, Randy says that it, uh, his wife doesn't clean it. She helps him figure out how oh, to clean okay. it. Which is, I think, even better. Yeah. Supporting. Yeah, Supporting. Mm-hmm. It's supportive. Judges' choice, best painted. So we did judges' choice, best painted, which was purely based on kind of the technical painting of the army. And then we did players' choice for the favorite army. And we nominated 10 armies for that. And we looked at sort of conversions and all that kind of stuff as well. So... That was really difficult. We really struggled. There were probably third, like the the first top five or six or seven locked themselves in pretty well. And then there were like for those last three spots, three or four spots, there were like six or seven armies that we all really wanted to put in there. And it, yeah, it becomes really sick. subjective as well. Because we're all kind of like, oh yeah, what about that one? What about that yeah. one? I like that one, but you know. And so there were people that um, potentially didn't get nominated for player's choice um, just because we, we like... Like Jordan Burgess is a good example. Tom Gates, his, his army is painted, you know, straight up less well painted than Jordan's, but he's got this all this theme and this all conversions and stuff like that. Yeah, so we, yeah. Had, we had to take that all into account. But so for the judges' choice, best painted was yourself, Danny Carroll. So well done, congratulations. Lit. Uh, and honourable mentions went to Travis Cooper for his his amazing Slaves to Darkness, not Corn mm. Army. Jordan Burgess with his Nurgle. Nurgle. Byron Bornhorst with his um, Sylvaneth and Alex Treble with his awesome Gloom Spike kits. And these were the yeah, armies that didn't, they, they didn't pop quite as much on the table, some of them. Um, you know, Jordan's army is fairly muted. and But yeah, you well, look at well, it. You know what I technical. think, actually? Uh, like looking at Because he came up and showed me his um, Sloppity, Sloppity Bile Piper, yep. I think. Such a sick model and like so well done. Um, and I think what I was thinking, I've been thinking about it a bit, actually, because I was like, it was really well painted what about and i think it's because it looks like the box art yeah so it like it's probably painted better than the box art well like and it looks so it's 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 really interesting it has this effect i think and jordan if you listen to this or whatever um it your army kind of has this effect where i look at it and i just see nurgle yeah because like if i google nurgle or i go into games workshop and look or very similar like so and you just it just looks so much like Nurgle that I, my brain doesn't go, yep. oh shit, look at how cool that's painted. My brain goes, oh, that's gen- like 
that's Nurgle, like whereas quintessential you, Nurgle. Whereas you say something like yeah. uh, Nick Beatty's army or Trav's army, and you say it from like 10 meters away, like, holy shit, I need to go look at You that. go, so, what is so, that? So, and then you go look and that's why we wanted to do Judge's Choice Best Painted, so we can look at those armies that aren't particular, that don't grab you as much, but the actual technical painting level mm. is, is really high. Uh, so the player's choice favorite army, um, third place went to Nick Beatty with his Legion of Nagash. Some awesome conversion mm-hmm. in that. Bajillion sick conversion. Yeah. yeah. Second place went to Danny Carroll. Cough, cough, cough. Please. And first place to. <laughs> so expensive. The Herald of War, Travis Cooper. Travis Cooper, my nemesis. Congrats, Travis. He's done very well. He's. His army had He's so in the chat many, and says hello, by the way. Ooh. He had so many conversions. That army must it have just cost is. like a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So much. So like many kits were in there. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does he puts so much work in. On a no, oh, I was going to say, I was going to... Because, like, yeah, because I was listening to um, just on Trav and his army, my nemesis. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, I was listening to Heralds and I don't... It's really interesting because Pat Nevin, when they had, um, so Pat Nevin's trying to like court controversy here, right? Salty Pat, um, bless him, because he, the Heralds ask for questions, like listener questions, and Pat goes, um, does Travis, his question was something like, does Travis think Danny's a technically better painter? Um, and then his second part of his question was, how many times is it okay to trot out the same old army at an event? I think that's a reasonable question, though. I but I know, and they, they handled it very well, but I think, it sh- it shows, I think, a similarity between me and Trav in that um, both of us, when we saw this question, thought it was a dig at ourselves. No. So regardless of whoever it was, wh- whether it was aimed at Trav or at me, we both kind of, I think, went... Is that because you've both been using the same army all year? Yeah, because it takes so fucking long to paint an army. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I think I think there's no issue with using the same army all the time. No, It's not. a challenge to everyone else. But they They've been using it, this they- army for 12 months. You've had 12 months to... Do a better army, do a better job, and and, and, they, people, and they covered it as well. It's self-corrects. They covered this people very will, well. People will vote for new stuff. Episode. People will vote for yeah, new I stuff. And should, if you, I think if, you should be encouraged to vote for new stuff as well. Because yeah. I think if Danny, but, no, but people subconsciously are because if people yeah. see the same thing ten times, they go, uh, yeah. I think if yeah, I've seen it. I think if you painted before. a new army, and if you um, put that new army that you've shown us the, the pictures of, if that was finished, and you put up now, I think you would win them all mm. because it's the new one and it kind of tie breaks it a little bit. Whereas if and yeah. I think Travis, the same thing would potentially start, I mean, he win, wins most of them anyway, but um, yeah. So I think the, the new honest, but that's why I'm super keen for CanCon to see all everyone's new projects. Cause yeah. Like, I think yeah, it's right. going to be huge. CanCon generally is so, the, so many the people. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So many people are like, this is when my, what, like, this is what I'm going to bring to CanCon yeah. or like, I'm starting a new army for CanCon. Like, mm. fuck, it's going to be huge. I can't wait the to see. To actually, I think, I think Blake um, with mm. his batshit display boards, like three years in a row. Yeah. I think people have really like jumped onto that. And I think there's going to be some crazy, some crazy shit. Yeah. Like hot, hot take. Just in terms of like that's display boards, I'm, I'm almost as important, if not more, than the actual. Army. Oh yeah. Like, you look well, at, you look at the amount of actual like effort and stuff that went into Blake's display board at mm. CanCon. Like, there's almost more effort in that than there is in the entire army. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean, yeah. also so like, at what point? What are we voting for? Are we voting for best painted army or best painted yeah, display and board? This is and this is or like a favorite. huge gripe that I have, yeah. and which a lot of other uh, painters have is like the the distinction between like having a player voted award and then calling it best painted because it's just not the case. A player voted award, there are so many different factors. And like, for example, for example, like, uh, let's talk yeah. about Jordan Burgess's um, Nurgle again. It's not it, like, it doesn't, 
scream at you. And so a lot of people that don't really give a fuck about voting will just be like, oh, the pink one. Cool. I'll vote for that. You know what I mean? You're traveling to have a display board. Um, Yeah, also, which is why I think, uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoy that both the the judged and voted. It is what it is, though, because it's like at, at that point like it's you, you're voting for whatever's the coolest and like it's, it's yeah you know and so if the award is called coolest army or favorite yeah. army or whatever then like mm. i think that's sick because there's there's clear distinctions mm. make a good display board guys and that's how you win awards that or, might be uh, the topic for another another conversation yeah but um anyway let's uh move on to the rest of the awards so best sports uh number three was tyson braithwaite number two was michael bevan doom and darkness and number one was local boy uh Jermaine ramos and the most sporting club or group went to the SA guys because um, they were fucking that bunch awesome. of so, red lads. You, you know how I was like, I just sat down at some tables and like started talking to people. Mm. That was one of the tables I sat down. <laughs> I think well, it was, I think it was Friday night maybe, and they yeah. were just like hanging out, playing, uh, or just having drinks and stuff. And I yeah. kind of just awkwardly mm. sat on awesome. the edge. Awesome. Um, you guys then, play Warhammer too? And then like kind of started just like jumped into the conversation a few times, and then eventually, the next thing was like. I've never met you, dude. What's your name? And I was like, oh, I'm Danny. And then like got to know. Um, also, I got to know the very clear distinction between the ties. There are two ties oh, yes, from SA. And ties. one of them is tie. And one of them is tie B. So there's definitely a second rate tie. And tie, you know which tie you are. Okay. You know. Tie B is my favorite. Tie B? No, no, no. Because you think tie B is the other tie, but tie is the tie. Yeah, gotcha. now I'm real confused. So, yeah. best general, as <laughs> as alluded to before, there were some issues with that uh, with the best general. So, official results were third place to Mark Hanna with flesh eater courts, second place to Jesse Perkins with flesh eater courts, and uh, first place to Andreas Nikolai with Skaven from S. Surprise, surprise! So Expect Skaven. SA boys did pretty well, taking first in best general and uh, a bunch of sports. And you got to be st- you got to be stoked with that, like as a, as a team traveling, yeah. coming over, and like being such fucking cool cool dudes the whole time, and then also taking I names. Would, like that's sick. I really like as awesome as the event was. Um, it would have been great to have that sixth game because like with two two yeah having two, two people on five and zero oh, and it, having the tiebreakers. It just feels incomplete, doesn't it? Especially when we fucked up the tiebreakers. Yeah, right? that, that doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> Um, but obviously, like when you you know five games, just like with AOS, like it's the games are so long, you can't really play six and have interstaters. Yeah, no, especially um, not with three hour rounds. Yeah. So um, um, so yeah, and then the Grand Creepster Award, which was the overall sports, hobby, and gaming. So we just ranked everyone from one to sixty-two on all of those three things, and your average rank uh, across the three got you the the results. And so third place was Nathan Princey, uh, awesome dude, played really well, great looking army. Um, comes in third. Jordan Burgess, again, same thing. Awesome dude. Had a great time. Posted and strong results. And that's the where like the, the um, because Nathan and Jordan both have really nicely painted yes. armies and their as well. Are, their so armies that's just, what's kicking them into that. Them. And so that's why I think it's really cool that like 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 people that may get overlooked for certain reasons and reasons in other areas Nathan, actually got a bit of recognition because Nathan like, Princey didn't get a sports award, didn't get a painting award and didn't make the podium for best general. But no, but ends up on Grand Creeps, at so all three. Consistent at all three, whereas yeah. other, you know other people drop down on one particular thing or whatever. So and wasn't drinking on Friday night and still exactly. managed to be a legend. Like, yeah, <laughs> Jordan Burgess sick. did drink and got a legend. <laughs> uh, and the Grand Creeps to himself at the Dwellers Blow presents uh, Lord of War 2019. It was the Dwellers Blow's own Danny Carroll, which is a bit awkward. <laughs> yeah, so um, just let me know your bank details. All up, I'll transfer you that. Mm. Um, sexual favors only, please. 
That's why I was under the table if you watch the start of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. I don't know. Stoked for that one. I don't know. Good times, well, I guess. Mate. Thank you. Well, I don't Weird. think everyone at Lord of War was Warhammer 1, I think. Yeah. Overall. We, like, just... I think everyone was the winners. It was fucking a mm. mad time. It was great fun to TO. T- the players were low stress. It was easier to TO. Um, yeah, we didn't really have any issues with no, anyone, no. did we? No, like, it was which fun. is like great. It was good. It was. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was great to be back TOing. Um, there's a few things we want to improve for next year. I wasn't happy with the boards mostly because of the way they were stored, but that's a separate issue. <laughs> yeah, it's um, another story entirely. Yeah. yeah not, the scenery is not ideal because A, we have to truck it in from Bendigo and from Hampton and the Hampton stuff's not particularly iOS terrain. So I'd much rather, I'd rather, I want to update the terrain for next year. Maybe not the entire to- uh, tournament worth, but definitely want to start upgrading that. Um, so yeah, if you've... Uh, Got any ideas for if anyone can support us with terrain and stuff like that? Uh, like, well, there's there's another couple of events that have just recently got an enormous amount of terrain yeah, from G- what's G- from some sponsor. GW are uh, <laughs> jumping on board apparently. So I don't know jumping into Australia. I don't know if we'll chat with GW. We'll see how we go. I do know a few people over there, but um, yeah, um, <laughs> Cancon's got uh, GW supported terrain. And so Did does you see the stack of terrain? Oh my god, that's like fifty thousand dollars worth of terrain right there. Did you actually do the maths, like of how many boxes and how much those boxes retail for? Yeah, like fifty thousand. Actually, I don't know, probably. no, no, not fifty, <laughs> but like, <laughs> like it's still, it's, a, it's, still, it's, it's a, a significant it's a amount of terrain. It's a lot of terrain. Um, Kudos to GW for supporting the tournament. Inc- incidentally, I think explains why Clint was so pre- pro GW in his latest episode. <laughs> Waving GW flags. Yeah, boy, we like, love GW. like on, on the dwellers and Adam's like, I fucking hate this. This sucks. And Clint was like, but look at the positive angles. <laughs> was, it, was it our last episode when um, Smorgan called Clint a GW apologist? <laughs> edit that But Clint. no, like... <laughs> edit that Clint. No, but like absolutely can understand because that's that's a huge amount of support. And for an event as big as CanCon, to, to have GW terrain on, on what probably most of the tables now, right? Credit, like, but credit so to the workshop. Like, I mean, they haven't been doing it before and they could have. But now they are doing it, so we're not going to slam them for. for no, not at all. And can, look, CanCon is the biggest event in the world as yeah, well, exactly. right? Like, um, but G- GW should yeah. really by be. By all reports, they're not putting any provisos on it or anything like that. Same it's with Magro and Sydney yeah, Slaughter. Exactly. Like he just he he posted that he got yeah. a bit of sponsorship from them, and but like, no. Game Workshop Melbourne helped us out. They brought a couple of tables, very nice looking terrain to the event. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Hoping to update the terrain next year. Uh, might do a little change up with the food. As we've talked about, we want to drop the, the size of the event slightly and just make it a better event, um, not a bigger event. But I can't wait. I've already started planning some, some other things in the work for, for next year, so I'm, I'm super keen. Oh, boy. Yeah, so terrain is a big thing. What do you think about gaming tables and what you want them to look like? And how do you... Like, that's a really interesting thing, I think, because everyone really loves a really good-looking table. Um, some people like boards. Some people like mats. Some people like three D tables. Some people like flat tables with like you know just a bit of a bit of terrain on. I what's do. what's the highest possible standard for a tournament of like the size of say Lord of War sixty players? What do you think? I think you want a solid board, so not a like three boards hinged together. You want a solid flat board. You want the board to be probably eight feet, so you've got two feet at one yeah, end, right. so you can store models and stuff on it. Um, you probably want to have a battle mat, so you've got an eight foot board with a battle mat on it because battle mats are cool. 
And then you reckon a mat? Yep, and then you want really nicely painted terrain. And let's be real, if we we're doing it like our ultimate tables, you've got to fucking lip around the table and stuff like that. And it's like, Yeah, to bounce starts off or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But that's not realistic at a tournament setting. Yeah. I'm just thinking because... like so much terrain. You've got to... It's um, so organize. much. It's so much. Like, even just for... Like, I didn't... I guess 60 players is a pretty big event. Um, but the just the amount of terrain is, is huge. Yeah. Mm. And having so, a diverse amount, like diverse terrain as well around the yeah. tables. So big big, having, big shout out to the Hampton Games Club and uh, mm. Measure Gaming as well as um, GW Melbourne who helped us out with terrain for the event. Uh, we mm. literally couldn't have done it without you. Um, huge shout out to um, the people who stored our boards for three years and wrecked them. You suck. <laughs> you know who you yeah, are. Yeah, but also, that was, that was, that was anyway, you, anyway <laughs> you put a bit of MDF for three years, it's going to go a bit mangy. Wrap it in a fucking tarp. <laughs> and, and put it, put, not it on, that difficult. put it on like something that's not the ground. Yeah, <laughs> don't just chuck it in the back of a shed and leave it there. Anyway, that was that was my big nightmare before the event and we got through it. So. It was fine. Like, they didn't yeah, look too fine. bad in Australia. I mean, you could, just, you could just respray it. Or, or, or uh, maybe stacking would be an issue then. But I'm thinking like... The problem now with those boards is that they're just not square. Or they're not like right angles and they're not they're warped <laughs> Yeah, and but stuff also how much does 100 flat. pieces of MDF cost? You yeah, know? Exactly. like it's, it's like a it's significant money, investment. Yeah, exactly. Um, got to thank the sponsors again. So Modular Terrain, um, supply those awesome tokens um, that everyone got the objective markers. Objective markers, combat gauges, all that swag. Yep, they were really cool. Thanks, Modular. Good Games Melbourne came through for us with uh, a bunch of... Um, giveaways so we gave away a lot of paints uh some generals handbooks stuff like that sick um so that was awesome uh dark fantastic mills provided the terrain for the streaming table which looked really good uh, awesome terrain they, they do they also provided three vouchers they provided like 300 bucks worth of vouchers totally free for the winners of the uh the grand creepster award which yeah um, it was just sick have you, what, have you ordered <laughs> your I, terrain no and then i went onto the thing and i was like i want this this and this yeah. and then i looked at how much it is and i was like <sighs> Okay, <laughs> I set, set my sights a bit lower. Awesome, it's awesome. But it's so good. Like in in like on the table, it looked good, and then in person, we were playing with them last step, the little ram things. Yeah, and they've got a huge range of really, <laughs> really interesting stuff. Like the themed, the themed terrain, like the Shimon stuff looks really cool, and then they've got like death theme, they got mushies, yeah. Re- kinda, some really kind of like yeah. dark vibes to their terrain. I think yeah. it's really cool. And then uh, artist opus. Uh, Stumped up some uh, some sets of brushes and stuff, uh, which was really fucking awesome. sick brushes. Element, Element Games as well um, sent us a care package and lots of lollies and just a little giveaway. So it was great. It was, yeah, that was completely unexpected, wasn't it? Yeah, that it care package. Up on my doorstep. So um, Element Games, legends. So it was really good as a TO to be able to just walk up to tables and give people things for free. And just be like, yeah, even went, in the goodie bags, like, we're filling them out with yeah, pens, so lollies. The, yeah, so goodie bags like, had stuff in them for everyone. Sick. But then, like, mm. we would rock up to a table, and Gentilly did it, and I did it a bit. I rocked up to a table, and I went, You guys, rock, paper, scissors for this generous handbook. Go. Really? That's so cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty yeah, so But also, doing, one wonders like, why you did that because it's a dice game. Yeah. Use dice. Use dice. <laughs> roll, the priority. roll a smorgan. First person to roll some, a smorgan. Some legend. I don't actually know who it was, but also it was like, me. On, on day one, brought a massive box of chocolates and put it, it wasn't on, me. at the table at the TO's yes. table and just said, "Go, go for it." That was um, that was your second round opponent, Fru. Um, mm. I'm pretty sure. And he, Mark, um, Mark? no, it's Mark Lancaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. Mark, Mark rocked up Legends. day one massive box of, of lollies and he just put a thing on there saying the bad moon says have one mm. and so Lit. and they were on the TO table so I was just snapping I had so many of those chocolates and then he rocks up at the end of the day he's like oh they're all gone sweet that's great I'll bring another box tomorrow mm. and he did 
Yeah, there was more the next day and I was like, my God. And then I went through it and I'm like, oh, there's no Turkish delights. This is the worst because they're the best ones. And then at the end, it turns out everyone picked out everything except the Turkish delights and there were like 15 of them at the bottom of the thing. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> just dumped them all into a bag. Yeah, I was definitely having breaks from from games oh, just nice being nice. like, it's lolly time. It's lolly time, guys. Do you want chocolate? Do you want uh, chocolate? People kept coming up and I thought they were there to talk to me and they just wanted chocolate. So Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, it's, those little things, that's what makes the event good. Yeah. But so yeah, overall and awesome event uh thank you to everyone who supported the show by buying merchandise we sold heaps of dice heaps of um heaps of dice bags and stuff like that raffle tickets get yourself um, one of these sick t-shirts yeah, it's the over t-shirts this way. Are sick we sold some t-shirts they um, are lit all the money goes to supporting the show um and and paying for things like the streaming equipment and the hosting and stuff like that yeah so streaming cool. equipment hosting like the event costs my drugs like yeah, heaps exactly. of stuff we've got to pay for our trips to events. events guys cocaine is so expensive we've got to pay for his uppers somehow yeah. so <laughs> maybe we should buy some downers for gentilly <laughs> so and of course morgan's appearance fees which is the vast majority of the cost yeah wow my guests. god his accommodation costs so much. the royalties we have to pay for those dice are far out we yeah, actually lose crazy. 80 dollars per individual dice. per dice and i have 10 of them so. we have to make that up <laughs> but they're worth it um, it rolls every every time it's a six so it's yeah, on a smoggy let's uh, we've talked about the past let's look to the future so we'll wrap this up relatively quickly mm-hmm. but um, yeah <laughs> let's talk about some future events so we've got August 10 uh, we discussed this before Soul Harvest which is out in uh, oh, this is sorry this is the House of War this is being run by the Model Citizens uh, so that's William Knight's uh, gang so this is on a Saturday the 10th of August um I can't oh. attend. I'm going to be in Europe, but um, Danny. Oh, Saturday. Yeah. Saturday could be, could be done. What is it? 1,000 points? Uh, no, I'm not sure. It's a 2,000 point one day event. 2,000 point. I won't have an army. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> borrow one of my shitty painted ones. Yeah, see. Borrow, borrow Smorgan's dog. No, I can't go to a, 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 I can't, I can't go to an event and not take a painting home award. The painting award home. I can't do it. No. Could be awkward. Um, TT, TTD Winter Wipeout, which is this is Throw the Dice as the Geelong Boys. Um, so mm. winter wipeout out in Geelong, which is also on a Saturday, the thirty first of August. I will also be missing this because that's still the in that's the one that they were talking about, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they locked, locked, so in, locked in their date. We're at Smorgancon next weekend as well. Smorgancon next weekend. So um, by the time I've edited this and released it, um, Smorgancon will probably have been run on one. But uh, for those of you listening, uh, get to Smorgancon. It's going to be uh, good fun, and it's just casual. It's just chill. It's going to be three games. No, there's no painting requirements. Get to get to know the general's handbook. Um, and Crust Pizza is a official sponsor of the event. I can't believe he wrangled this. I can't believe he wrangled this. That's the only reason why he actually plays. Every games, player right? gets a fucking pizza for playing. Every As single player at SmorganCon gets a pizza from Crust Pizza. So like, what? How? What? Mm. What? Fucking hashtag sponsored. Hashtag Smorgan. Next, we're going to be Chalky Boys and get like Oak for free at all yes. our events. We're having an Oak free Oh, my God. Mm. Imagine. So many Might even points. have a um, surprise appearance from BT himself. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> Such a chocolate. Roving Brian. <laughs> Roving Brian. Later- and on this table, they've got a whole bunch of little plastic models that are painted. So, yeah. um, so that's what? next Sunday. Danny can't <laughs> make it, but he's going to drop in and say hi, I'm sure. Um, and then. Yeah, true. I could drop in and say hi. Bendigo hey, for a pizza. Oh, Fuck, someone's, someone give me that pizza. Otherwise, ben- I'm not coming. And later in the year, Bendigo Bush Bash Bonanza, which is on the 19th of October. Um, which is a two-day event, 19th and 20th of October, which is a uh, event out in Bendigo, uh, which will be a match play event. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be sweet. We might uh, might aim to do some coverage of that, but we'll see how we go. Otherwise, we'll just play. 
Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Um, actually, that's an announcement we need to do. We have started a Patreon. Um, so we. Oh uh, shit! So we've managed to cover costs. What's for, my percentage? Well, I'm you're, kidding. You're, 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 you're the bottom feeder, mate. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, everyone I'll, takes their kind of appearance. I'll become fee a and Patreon. <laughs> no, well, tell us about it. Where can we find it? Yeah, so what we, is it? We started Patreon um, just to just to help cover the cost of the show. Uh, we've covered most of the cost of the streaming setup, but we want to we want to push things, and we've got hosting fees and stuff for this year because we've we've been doing this for over a year now. Again, mm. um, our birthday was kind of last week, so this is uh, the second twelve months. Oh, of, shit. The, of the new dollar. So yeah, right. Pretty pretty happy with that. I Lit. Didn't, didn't think twelve. And if you look at the little Twitch movie. screen that we're on right now, there's there's two halves of it. There's two cameras. There's yeah, one it. facing one we way. We have one doubled, the other way. doubled our output. <laughs> so yeah, um, Patreon, the dwellers below. Um, I think I put a, a link in the chat. But if um, if anyone wants to jump on there and just help us out, it's uh, we appreciate every every dollar that um, you guys are willing to stump up to help us do this show. And uh, if you appreciate what we're doing, mm. we'd love it's you to delay. love you to jump on there. Um, give me a wait, no, various, come on, various tiers of support and stuff, but um, no, no, not you, no, no. I don't even. No, a bit back. Yeah, no, yeah that way we got it. So the delay on Twitch is just like. It's uh maybe I have to go back to like here. Two, three. Like, yeah. Uh, Bang. High five. All right. And we'll Nailed see. it. <clears throat> yeah, That's so embarrassing. Check out, check out the Patreon, which is uh <laughs> <laughs> Actually it wasn't too bad. Check out the Patreon for, for this high quality content. Exactly. Well, at the start of you guys like just uh, just w- w- wiggling the snakes around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Def- definitely keen for us. Mm. Some fucking patrons, and you can join the Creepster Club and um, and all that and nonsense. The Creepster Club, That's yeah. So we got we got like three tiers cool. of support, right? So we've got support the show, which is just mm. like a dollar or whatever, and we you know we appreciate every little bit. So it, it just it, it all helps. Um, it saves me paying for literally everything. Um, Internet Creepster uh, is the next one, and then you can be a Grand Creepster, and the very top tiers you can be a content creator, which will get you on the show. So hashtag um, content creator. What do you think, guys? If you want to be a content creator, you can uh, you can get on the show. Um, oh wait, Danny, you owe me three of those because you've been on three episodes. Fuck. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Knew it was coming. <laughs> That's cool. You got, you That's got cool. played, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it, though, right? Hey, man. Uh, I heard you like being a content creator, so I got you this. And yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure voice, yeah. for the yeah, for fuck. the for the guys in chat, I'm pretty sure that I have set the Patreon up so that it will come up on screen. And I think someone has just paid for it. I don't know. No, that was a follower. But um, yeah, so we're yeah, uh, that guy. Patreon's live. Uh, get in there, guys. Otherwise, just hit us up on our usual socials: um, Facebook, uh, Twitter at the Dwellers Cast. Um, we don't have an Insta. Maybe we need an Insta. Maybe you can. We can put you in charge of the insta what so you i can just post photos of my models for your insta yeah correct fucking hell i'm, appro- right. I'm appropriate no you know what our insta is danny paints danny dot paints danny paints i don't know insta is more a platform for you know beautiful people so we need photos of you of mick and raf yeah <laughs> i'll just get to you just if raf can just link me to if raf can just <laughs> yes. upload his phone <laughs> If Raf can just link me into his cloud, like up, like mm. so, I get his photo uploads from his phone. I'll yeah, just like post them occasionally. But with um, happening. But with Raf. Uh, with Legrand. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right, lads. All righty. Um, Lockie, what's your what's your socials? Uh Lockie 
I think, Danny, on Twitter. I'm Danny Paints on Twitter, and I think Danny Dot Paints on Insta, but I haven't touched that in ages. Fantastic. So I'm at some it. call it luck because I haven't updated that in 15 years. Mm. Uh, the father of lies, whatever. Uh, Smorgan, you're not here. You don't get a... Uh, at Daily Smorgan is what we want. At, mm. Daily, at Smorgan. Daily Smorgan. Actually, Rachel Sigma did a poll of your favorite Smorgan. Mm. Haiku Smorgan won out over actual Smorgan. Nice. Uh, no, Haiku Smorgan won an out over Go Home at 12 o'clock Smorgan. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, and yeah. then was actual Smorgan and then Daily Smorgan. So I voted for Daily Smorgan. I'm a big fan of his, mm. his, his work. Yeah, I like, I'm, I like both. I like both. And yeah, shout out to uh, Joe Pagano. Help me. Um, <laughs> the Rage of Sigma podcast, which are part of the, we are part of the Rage of Sigma podcast network along with the Rage of Sigma podcast and uh, the Honest Wargamer. Um, so Joe and, Joe and Jacob are our overlords. Um, and Seth is kind of the general manager of the, the Rage of Sigma podcast network. Is this like some fucking corporate takeover oh, I didn't know about? Oh, yeah, we're corporate now. We've got a Patreon. Oh, shit. The, the fucking the money's the pyramid scheme. Fucking, shit. Because we get about one cent in every $10 through the Patreon and then the rest it goes up through the Honest Wargamer and then it goes up I to... I swear uh, to God, Rob Simes is just rolling in. No, cash. no, no, because he has to pay his protection money to the Rage of Sigma because he's oh, part... Oh, so it's Joel Bagano. We're all part of the Rage of Sigma podcast network. You know what? Um, Lucky, Nick, I have never listened to Rage of Sigma in my life. It is oh the God. best Rage of Sigma. <laughs> now, actually, I haven't listened to the latest one. I think you were on that one, where you, Nick. I was indeed. Um, yes. I haven't listened to that oh. one, but they have some great content. <laughs> Excellent content. Um, Let's get probably, off this fucking live stream. Sick of it. <laughs> Shut up, Nick. Shout up, Nick. So shout out to Dick Stewart and to <laughs> Randy, who are both already patrons. <laughs> Of the show, thank you, Shout you guys. Shout out to those guys. Shout out to you guys. Uh, I think Randy got in first. Yeah, hashtag first uh, Patreon. Nice. Thank work. you so much, guys. But um, no, much appreciated, guys. Um, we've been the dwellers below. It's uh, it's been a pleasure. We've clocked in at almost three hours with this one. Been a big car. We didn't even have Did- Smorgan and Gentile mm. left forty minutes in, so mm. we've done pretty well. So, so we don't have any good content from Smorgan. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot, a lot of it was uh, Danny monologuing about his games, but it's okay. That's true. I did take ages. I'm sorry, guys. I love you. Well, I got very the, excited the, the, because the I won some games. Insights of free guild. Everyone watching. <laughs> everyone watching. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us. We've been the dwellers below. Don't fail your strength test. See ya. Bye. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on report from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised.
There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on a rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still lights of Roy Wilkins strolling through Watts in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Green Acres, Beverly Hillbillies, and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant, and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on Search for Tomorrow because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry R. Women Liberationist and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Keyes, nor sung by Glenn Campbell, Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck, or The Rare Earth. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live.